0: Say that again. I'm I'm yelling at my computer. I'm, <laughs> working, like I'm working at the same time.
1: Please stand by for technical difficulties.
2: <laughs> ah! Thank you for your understanding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know about my understanding, but...
2: Sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm going to get a drink. I'll be back. Okay. What are you alcoholic? drinking? Hey, if it's alcoholic, you need to
2: okay. share. Yeah. Oh, I got a cake. Okay. Okay.
0: Got a case. Oh, boy.
2: Well, I. Uh,
0: Heather, how about you just come over here and you can drink with me and we'll podcast together?
2: Yeah. Are, do you have things plugged into the
3: right spot, Heather? She says she's working on it. She did something.
1: Okay. Hmm. Could be my thing that I do with the Audacity settings. That always trips me up.
3: What are you doing? But Stop. She shouldn't have been in Audacity, I don't think. Hello. <laughs> no.
2: yeah. Oh, Hey, Hello. hey Heather. No, we can before, hear you. You can hear me.
0: sorry. Wait, I hit the wrong wait. button.
4: That's
2: Sue, exciting. Is anybody else getting. Breaks when Sue's talking.
0: Uh, yeah, I was.
4: I'm
2: not. I wasn't, far. but I was trying to figure this thing out. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're getting. I'm getting breaks when you're talking too. It's like da da-da, da 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 da. Uh, do you want huh. me to hang up and call y'all back? Well, it's intermittent. No! It's just kind of
5: weird. And it's going. I finally got on the call.
2: Well, we'll see what it sounds like. I mean, it just sounds like it's popping a little, so I don't, weird. I don't understand. I
4: think tried the call again, and I think I'm good now. So, mm-hmm. if you want to hang yep. up and start over? That's probably fine. does it matter. For I me?
0: haven't, I haven't opened my bottle
2: yet. I can tell you that Heather sounds a little far away. Yes. She, just she
1: often eaten. does for some reason.
2: Plugged in. Yeah, you're <laughs> put the mic as in, closer
3: to your mouth. Yeah, there. <laughs> she was Ding. she was
2: she was breaking up there for me. Oh yeah,
1: go. that's much better. I mean Maybe we should try recalling then.
3: Okay. I'm gonna hang up on y'all and try it one more time.
1: Okay. Okay. Hello.
5: Hello. 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 Hello.
3: There's Kelly. We just need Scott. And I'm here. There he is. Yay! <laughs>
2: Do we all sound weird? Are we good? You sound oh, weird. Can hear we... me? Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're I might, much better my, than you were last time. You're not as quiet. So
2: My fear yeah. was that you were going to say something and somebody couldn't hear you and they would talk right over the top of you.
4: Ah. Uh. Ah. I live a lot closer to you. I moved over the summer. I don't know if you knew from the last time. So. Mm. so
0: you could She's actually opening get her
1: podcast from the same I, room. Yeah.
0: So everybody's breaking yeah. up. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Well, apparently HGFan1111 has been in her profile because the picture is different. Huh?
5: Interesting. She's her no
2: longer crazy? Picture, no, her profile picture is different on fanfiction.net.
1: Oh, okay.
4: Who's that? And I'm confused. There's a story here. The author, <laughs> the author of the
1: thick we're reading.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. And we are on chapter nineteen.
1: Yeah. Nineteen.
3: Trisha, did you see my Skype message? What did I see? My Skype message hmm. that said Trisha's gonna love nineteen of Away from the Sun because Harry vomits.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, he's vomiting all over the place.
2: <laughs> uh, I recorded that, by the way, right here. <laughs> it's good. Me too. We need to go ahead and start, and then you can say it again. <laughs>
3: Who would like to introduce this
1: tonight? Um, Sue and Kelly and I have all done it at least once. I think.
2: Trisha, what? But- <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just feel like I just got <laughs> <laughs> Trisha?
1: So, Kelly's trying to elect you to introduce.
2: Would you like to introduce uh, tonight's episode?
1: Sure.
4: Okay, everyone, have happy thoughts for the Pens because we're in the third period and we're down by a goal. So happy thoughts <laughs> for two more goals. Okay, and and to get his ass together. <laughs> okay, did so Crosby Trish- get a goal? I don't know. I'm just keeping an eye on this. Okay, because everybody- I tried to read 25 chapters of Away from the Sun today. <laughs> it's
2: been a long so, day. So Trisha's introducing an order.
0: Okay, everybody's gone. Aww. We're all
2: still here. Trisha,
0: just talk. I hear no one. Beaver. We can
2: hear you. <laughs>
3: Are this is telling a weird her? one. Yeah. I don't know what to do with this. This is funky. What? I hear no one.
0: <laughs> oh, I turned you down. Yeah. Well, see? <laughs> see that how you are. It. I turned you guys down. That's why I couldn't I hear see. you. Oops.
1: <laughs> Oops. Because your headset had a mean dial. I I'm
0: like, why did I not hear anybody? Oh, God, I need a drink.
1: Right. The <laughs> After your
2: Excel sheets, because Mike's Hard Lemonade and Excel don't mix.
0: So <laughs> Max, okay, I'm almost done. <laughs> I got one. I got two more pages. Okay, well, and then, inter- introduce
3: and then you can type while you're uh, while we're talking, and then you won't have to be up all day. All right,
5: okay, that would be nice.
3: For Friday, February third, this is episode one thirty-seven. Welcome to the place where the story never ends.
5: Hey, Ron. The next time. Yeah.
4: In this episode, we feature typically Pufuanian on-topic discussion.
1: Not only entertaining, but educational wow. as <laughs> well.
4: I can touch my toes to the faucet. I can turn on the sink with my feet. Just like the Manhattan
1: Project. Let's take <laughs> offense to this, guys. You guys are the most dysfunctional <laughs> people. No, <they're> not. <laughs> we're not! we always left before the end. I ought to faith replay where the story ends. Ends.
0: Mm-hmm. Welcome to Potter Trick Weekly. We are reading Away from the Sun by HG Fan eleven eleven, depending on how many ones there are and what <laughs> site you're reading it on. Uh, we are reading chapters 19, nineteen through the interlude pages. And who are you? And I'm Trisha. And
2: I'm Kelly.
1: I'm Scott.
0: I'm Sue. And this
4: is Oliver's Gow.
5: Very nice. Yay! You did it the first time!
3: a <laughs> rejoice. That sounded very professional. I was impressed. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and where I we left off drinking. last chapter, Ginny has decided that she really needs to let Joe know that all of this isn't his fault, because he's just stormed out after finding out some of the things about him being magical and apparently being hairy and all this stuff that makes no sense to him where we open up with chapter 19. Actually,
2: no. Wait, wait, wait. No, he doesn't know. No! Okay.
1: I no. Am I jumping ahead? I think
2: so. Yeah. This, okay. is, this is the
1: tarot time.
2: He's been spooked by the tarot cards, and he has walked her back to her apartment, and uh, yes. he is now going for a little walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's not happy with those cards. No, he's no. not.
1: And she realizes she needs to let him know that Things are going on, and it's not his fault. All of this is sort of simmering in the background. Right. And as the chapter opens, he's storming away, and he just needs to get away from everything, really. So
5: Yeah. And he, <laughs>
3: I'm done with work. Sorry. Good gravy. That was a fast <laughs> two pages. So he, oh, the last he, page I did not. Have- he runs until he finds an empty park, and he pretty much collapses in the middle of the playground, and he screams. And he's so pent up that it says a sensation of fire rolls off his skin, and the night is lit brightly, and a car parked not too far away begins to flash its lights and blare its horns. So he's this huge release of magical energy that just kind of rolls off of him and sets off all these different, you know, all the car alarms.
1: It's another scene you could just see. Like, accidental magic
2: harry, anyone harry
1: <laughs> you know running into this park yeah and then just this little almost invisible ripple and then all the car alarms start going off and the lights it's are like, flashing and...
2: is it like like, like this sh- like a shock wave when a bomb goes off you see it yeah, yeah mm-hmm. expand from the yeah Kelly
3: gave me an author. She just found a new author, and I was reading his fic today. And the exact same thing happens in his fic, only it's a child that does it. Okay. So, and it's
0: apparently... Adam?
3: Adam, yes. Adam? Yeah,
0: cool. I can just see, like, this is like something like, good, he still does have, it's like our first really true showing of that he still has his magic.
1: Right. Yes.
3: We knew he had well, it when he apparated away, but this is the first time that we've seen it since then.
0: He apparated right. away from been, where? Uh,
1: when he escaped. escaped.
4: Yeah. It was alluded to, but never actually said. He right. Said but Somehow he but, got away from all the cop people and they were alone.
2: You remember that the one thing that Project Lucas was supposed to do was not to touch the magic. Mm-hmm. It was just supposed to remove the memories. That's why they had that room where the spell casting, the spell scars, burns were still uh, on the walls. Mm-hmm. So we knew that they didn't touch the magic. But I can't imagine trying to deal with the fact that, A, I don't remember anything from more than two years ago. And B, I have these abilities. Or I have, if I get upset, I mean, it's like, you know, am I the Incredible Hulk here? What? Don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. I mean, come on, you know?
1: Mr. McGee. Don't
0: make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Yeah. Kinda, I, mean, I didn't really think that he he really knew that he was doing these kind of things. He said that he it was mm-hmm. kind of like more like he had these odd things happen, but it was never yeah. going. He's been it repressing. Never did. He
1: doesn't really know that any right. of this is happening. Sometimes
0: no. you, he's playing ostrich in a way. He's like, I don't want to be different. I want to be an ordinary Joe. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> but he's
2: like, he remembers. So he's in the park, and this sensation of fire rolls off his skin. And then he starts to remember the stuff that came. It's coming in pieces of the stuff that happened to him. Right. And, uh, and
5: he remembers.
4: Do you really think it's coming in pieces, though? I mean, I think that this is probably I, when he was the most clear-headed because it's towards the end of when he got out.
2: I think that it is coming in. He's really tried to suppress a lot of this, a lot of it. Valid
4: point, yeah. I mean,
2: and having something say, you know, like the cards, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. This is what your past was. And then this is a retrospect. He's being forced by his subconscious to remember these things, and he doesn't want to. No. He wants to lock that all up. He does not want to remember what happened to him.
3: No. And he's so he's in so ways. Can you blame the poor guy? Oh, no, not at
2: all. No, not at all.
3: Not at all. Not a, not a bit. So he's on, so. The, on his bed, and he's restrained. And every time he hears the Frenchman scream, he's jerking at the restraints trying to get away. And right. he doesn't know what they're doing to him. But the three men have made a vow, silently passed with looks traded in the hallway and through whispered words, Mama Jessen. And the small hole dug in the wall that they're not going to allow themselves to be treated this way much longer. So here he is, and his friend is being basically tortured. And he's trying everything he can to get out. And he can't because he's strapped to the bed. And then here comes Mama Jessen with a syringe to put him to sleep. And he just pleads with his eyes and then with also his words, you know, don't do this to me. You've got to help me. And she's finally at a place where she's going to do that. So... Mm -hmm. She leaves the syringe with him and she loosens the restraints.
2: Well, the thing that gets me was he knows their memory treatments because the line was instead of vague floating shapes and forests and green flashes light. Now it's men standing over him with sticks and drawing silver fluid away from his head. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God, what
3: the hell are they doing? And then his friend's screams stop abruptly. Yeah. And, you know, and that's when Mama Jessie mm-hmm. comes in and she's just crying. And she basically, you know, shakes her head and and, uh, finally tells him that he's no longer alive. That his friend, the the Frenchman's dead. So, Mm -hmm. and she tells him, there's a fence right outside the door. Don't stop when you get there. Just keep running.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is when he destroys the cabinet of memories that Ginny and Jasper found earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, we find out. Yeah, this is how we find out that how, how it was destroyed. Yeah. And I basically, I, I it's Oh just... Yeah, I know. I did the same thing. This is
2: basically if he can't have them, no one else can have them either. Right. And mm-hmm. and he's well, the one that.
0: I just thought I thought
2: cabinet over.
0: I thought it was um is when he got there. He was trying to he was trying to open it, and they were shooting spells out, and they hit the cabinet, and the cabinet explodes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already Kinda been broken like- by crossfire from the guard's spells, but then he's right. that just hits one or two of them or something, and then he's the one who knocks the whole cabinet over.
3: Right. Huh. Yeah. And they've already, by this point, taken out a couple of guards. Johnny's out, too, and Johnny's just, like, bashing heads together.
1: Mm-hmm. That would be Mr. Lucas John's from San Francisco,
3: yeah, right. AKA Johnny Appleseed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's
3: and we don't know um, what's which of the That's first...
0: what's his name's brother. Yeah, I don't. The senator? is it? Is yes. it his brother? Yeah. Yes.
1: We don't know. Okay.
0: His name was John Simpkins. <laughs> it was yes. Johnny. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so it could well be, but we we don't know for sure which of the original people Johnny is. But
2: I think
4: it could whenever well be I mean, brother. It, I think because it's a little bit more fresh. There was only one American. In there, like listed, that that Jenny found. So by Well, I guess that
0: would be kind of appropriate to be Johnny Appleseed, because Johnny Appleseed is American. Oh, yeah. Even though he only planted Appleseed to, um, no, he planted Appleseed just so he can, like, claim the land. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Through, yeah, through Ohio and Pennsylvania and Midwest. The old Midwest. I shouldn't say the Midwest, because the Midwest is the Ohio Valley. <laughs> just put it mm-hmm. that way.
3: So as he's knocking down this the cabinet with all the memories in it, he gets hit in the shoulder with a spell. We don't know what it is, and the guard's like almost right behind him. And then Johnny barrels into the guard and sends him sliding through the pool and stuff. And Mama Jessen says, "Run, just run," and they want to take her with them. And she says, no, just leave me. And I think, I don't know this for sure, but I think that they were probably memory charming her in that room when he found her. And that's what, I mean, they were taking her memories as well. And that's when all hell broke loose with them getting out.
1: So, and off they go. Could be why she still remembers some things, but Mm -hmm. not everything.
2: Well, I think that they continued to memory charm her after she left because they had access to her. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And, I think they got to the point where she—it was more that she was she she was more like a thing of Swiss cheese. She had some memories, but some memories were well, yeah, were Alzheimer's induced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I
1: don't think they didn't use this process on her. They just used regular memory charms.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so those well, she's can
1: a, sort of wear out or be got through occasionally. Well, she's why. a model
3: too,
5: so.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, jo- um, Johnny. So Joe's apparently good at locks, and so he. He holds his hand over the lock, and it basically just disintegrates in his hand. And the two of them get out of the building, and they get to the fence. And it's, of course, got razor wire on top, and they go up and over, and they just cut themselves into mm-hmm.
1: pieces. And they're climbing in hospital gowns or pajamas or something. Right. They're barefoot. They're climbing over right. this chain-link fence with razor wire on it. Yeah, they're just dragging themselves up this thing.
0: Right. And then- well, Sometimes when you have enough adrenaline, you can get through anything.
3: Yeah, except for that when Johnny drops to the ground, he breaks his ankle.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
3: And that's, you know.
1: They think that's it, because they're over the fence, they're out of the facility, but then they're still surrounded by the guards who have also come around the fence.
2: And the helicopter. And the helicopter. Mm -hmm. And this is where he Mm operates them out. Yeah. Wishes they could be anywhere but where they were, and poof, they were gone.
1: As far as he's concerned, he just passes out, and he has no idea what happens in this intervening time, but he wakes up again, and they're in this forest, and there's no surrounding ring of cards.
3: And that's where we end the memory, and he's basically passed out in the field overnight, and now we have two kids, and they're like, I think he's dead! <laughs> oh, poke him again! And, you know, he kind of groans, and, uh, you know, you just envision it This a groan, open one eye, and they're like, are you drunk, mister?
2: And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Yeah. Well, I want to know, this is pre-dawn. What are these kids doing out at
0: three o'clock in the morning. Right. They're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're being hoodlums, apparently.
0: They come from broken homes. <laughs> yeah, <apparently.
1: laughs> but yeah, he, hey, he thinks said it who, at one point I, when he's getting up. He thinks he should say something to them, but he can't think of anything other than thanks for not shooting me and stealing my wallet. So he just uh, doesn't.
5: Yeah,
3: and then yeah. he checks to make sure his wallet really is still there. I thought that was funny.
2: Yeah. Okay. I like the the reaction. They're they're poking and poke him again, and he opens his eyes and groan. and they both go. Ah! <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I think he's dead. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. Like the liberal
1: corpse waking up is never a yeah, comforting can, thing.
0: I'm. I, it kind of it kind of reminds me like, when I go running, I pass this like. Did um, raccoon and I always want to poke at it like with a stick and stuff because I'm afraid it's going to come up and leap at me and eat me. I know it's, it doesn't make sense, but it's just my imagination running wild with me.
3: Uh huh. We had a raccoon die at the end of our driveway a couple of years ago. And you know, we're always in the car. We're not, we don't stop. So we drive, we pull into the driveway and every single day we pull in the driveway, and we're like, oh, we've got to do something with that dead raccoon. But you know, you need a bag and, and stuff like that. You can't just get out and touch it. And then one day we came home and the raccoon was gone. It was like, oh, somebody stole our raccoon. And we think that the post lady finally took it, but it was so funny. It was like, hey, somebody stole our dead raccoon. Where did
4: you go? <laughs> so
0: I have. I oh, have what's a, the Hillbillies? A, what? Hmm?
4: Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah.
0: Probably. Yeah. They're like, mom, paw, kettle, or whatever they are. They come
1: out. They go. Awesome. Don't you dare do? take
0: our raccoon. Listen to a story
1: about a man named Jed. A poor near barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some. A- It's a,
4: for sure. So, um, I'm reading the the seventh year version of Teddy Lupin and the Forest Guard. It's, it's called like, the, Needles the Needle's Eye. Yes, thank you. And there's there's a character whose animagus is a raccoon. And so I, I wasn't I was finishing the interlude that we we're, were supposed to read for tonight. He are talking about a raccoon,
0: and I'm like, wait, what? And then he was dead. I a like, oh, no. Because <laughs> it was it was just
4: really random enough that they worked
0: together. Was like, He's not allowed to die. They <laughs> just had to pay Don't kill Donnelly, no.
3: Donzo, Donzo.
4: donzo yeah.
6: Ah uh, yes.
3: Yeah. I'm reading it too, Heather.
4: Oh good. Oh good. I'm glad someone else is reading it with me because it really like I'm glad they found him, but oh my god, I just want to hit all of his supporters because really that's uh, it's wrong, wrong, but. When they did Gregory, is it Gregory? His thing, his his article. Yes. There is some human to him, and I do kind of understand him, and I can see his point. Like I, you know, it's just like, why does he have to pick the scummiest scumbag ever to like idolize? Rally behind. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Random Ranch. Sorry. <laughs> it's about Harry Potter, though, so therefore it's not that off topic.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Well, yeah, Harry Potter's in there. We can talk say. about hockey.
0: Harry, yeah, we could talk about hockey. We're in the third what? period. And again, I'm not watching it because I'm hoping they win without me watching it. <laughs> Is that the superstition?
3: If you watch yeah. it, they, they lose. And if you don't watch it, they win.
4: I was at the first game last
0: Thursday. <gasps> and <then I> watched... <gasps> yes. Don't even ask. The I'm, I'm thinking really bad. I'm thinking really bad words in my head about you right now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of money on the other tickets to watch them lose. Yeah. Bad words are still I- going across. What? God words are still going across my head. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Uh
5: uh-huh. um,
0: And then
4: I was at my grandparents. and I watched the Montreal game on their 46 inch flat screen TV. I don't even have a flat screen TV. if My grandparents have one. Oh, the injustice of it all. And then you steal it. I, well, I called dib because they're like 86.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
4: <laughs> You'd be like, when my grandma,
3: my great grandma was alive, she'd put our names on things. So go make sure that you've got your name
0: on it and tape. That's terrible. When my brother comes home, we do that. We go through my parents' place and, we're, and we sit there and we and we go, this is yours. No, this is yours. This is yours. And we'll go through the whole house. And my mom will sit there. And she goes, you know, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> but we just want to know for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and then Monday. day. Monday's game, they
4: won, but I was at work, and I listened to it on the radio, and I followed it on Twitter. So I'm th- I'm hoping, better luck, that they'll break this freaking curse on this new place and do freaking awesome. All because they brought over the owner in the water. They did we fine had, during the preseason.
2: We had... And they we needed won. To the I'm sorry? We won the first game in overtime, and then we slaughtered the Ducks on Monday Yeah, afternoon. I know.
4: I saw I, I was thinking about you and I, I tweet I tweeted you I thought the blues. They so. they
2: really just and then at the end of the game they were trying to get the puck back over to uh what's his face so they could try to get a hat trick but they didn't manage to do it. But yeah, they just totally decimated I had mean, fifty three shots on goal and two of the goals were six seconds apart which was a which was a team record that went back to nineteen sixty eight. The, the previous record was seven seconds apart, set in
0: 1968. Wow. <laughs> I was like, holy crap.
2: <laughs> and you're lucky, Sue. There's no game tonight. It's tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <sighs> For you? <laughs>
2: yeah. Tomorrow's game. I don't even know who we're playing, but I just know it's tomorrow. I want to say it's Buffalo, maybe. We're
0: way on course. Okay. Anyhow, so anyhow, we're all right. gonna get back the, to
3: story. There was a story, yeah. <laughs> uh, dear
2: Joe.
4: Dear dear Joe. I like how, uh, and I know this has probably been said in other episodes, but I really like how there there's a lot of newness in Joe because he's had different life experiences, but there's still a lot of Harry in Joe. There's a lot of just tendencies, and and I can I can hear a Harry voice when I read Joe, but it's not a all pattern. the time. Like yeah. And then I guess my main question is, and and maybe it's better, but. Maybe it's in a later chapter because I, I have so much going on in my head about the story since I read all twenty four chapters you know in a row today. But Instead of does he? Well,
2: yeah, kind of. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Um, really, boss, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know.
4: <laughs> like, do you think he still does? Joe have an accent? Yes. Are you sure
2: he's he's got an American accent?
4: Yeah. Okay, like that's what I meant. Does he have? Does he still have his have the English accent?
2: No, he doesn't. Or did he? Okay. Because it disconcerts. Another one. It's very disconcerting to to Ginny because he looks like Harry and he sounds like Harry except he doesn't have an accent. He sounds like Harry being an American.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if he has like that New Orleans, New Orleans Southern drawl kind of a a thing going, or if he, he just has that general nasally American
2: accent. Probably the general American nasally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He might've picked one up from the guards or from Mama Jessen or because basically all his memories have been stripped. So any speech that he knows now, he's learned from the people who were around him at the time. Right. right,
4: cause it said, I think it, it's in this chapter, like, it said that he learned how to talk from Mama
1: Jessen, so,
4: like, you know, he couldn't talk, or or whatever, and, like, he basically had to relearn, so. Just wondering, I, I had that confirmation, cause later on, and it's not like that point, but they're fighting, he and Jenny, and, and she says something, like, bloody, or something, or whatever, and he's like, and he laughs. speak English!
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I <laughs> am! Speak American! <laughs>
4: <laughs> and that one I was
0: like, Oh I guess yeah he would
4: Wait,
5: wait, back. wait, come back.
0: Me?
3: Yeah, you, yeah. You got far away from the yeah. mic again.
4: Oh sorry. I might have been putting out. Can you hear me? Is it okay? Just
3: You're barely. Eight. Barely, yeah. Is it better? No. Keep talking. Can you
4: hear
0: me now? Uh uh-uh. Now No, no yes. it's worse.
2: <laughs> better Very now. strange.
0: Yes. That's yeah. better. Okay. I unplugged it. I unplugged it okay. <laughs> Apparently Joe is going crazy. is is being crazy and moody and hairy like. Being email, email, very email, yeah. and, and, Max, and Max pretty much tells him, what's up, <laughs> what's going on with you guys, yeah. what's going on with you, and he's going to be Yeah. Guess, right? yeah.
2: Well, he's still, you know, they ended up in a different place. Johnny went to California.
0: Right.
4: Yeah.
2: And uh, he, wa- they wandered, he wandered around until he ended up in New Orleans. Right. hmm
4: mm-hmm.
1: He didn't want to travel that far.
4: that uh, he boosted cars. Like that. That is just completely like okay. off subject, but it fits. Yeah. hmm
1: It's an interesting detail. I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. Uh, and he's
3: good at it. I, I wonder yeah, why. Got
1: practice, apparently.
3: <laughs> I like that he still does it now, even though he yeah. doesn't need to, because it gives him that thrill. And we're jumping around a little bit, but it's kind that's like okay. instead,
0: instead of flying. I thought it because it's kind of like um, he's not an adrenaline he can't rush. Fly, it's something, yeah, it's his adrenaline rush of doing something like that,
3: right? So they're back at work, and Ginny's driving him nuts because she keeps wearing that skirt, and <laughs> he's just not really sure. And the sexual attention is just like. Humming, and, but he doesn't want to do anything about it because he doesn't know what he wants to do. So he's spending a whole lot of his nights out running until he's so exhausted he can't do anything but fall into bed because he just can't handle
5: it. Eh. See? Right.
0: I'm not the only one that likes to run. Yeah, y'all are crazy. Oh, I saw you running at lunchtime one day. Hmm. Yeah. Huh? I saw you running at lunchtime one day. On um, Monday? One day. No, one day. It
4: was uh, like a month ago. Oh, so, day. Okay. Yeah. And I saw you. <laughs> Look, there's uh, My uh, Windows Epic fail, so I didn't, like, call you cause I didn't want to startle you. And I figured you had your,
2: your mu- music on. So, Max is mad. Max is like, dude. Yeah. Only okay? with a New
3: Orleans accent. <sighs>
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, quit screwing around with her. And then then quit screwing her around. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And Joe takes it the other way. He's like, but uh, we haven't been, I mean, we're just, Max is like, I don't want to (laughs) know. Right.
3: Just knock it off. And he says, don't take off tonight. You and I are going to go get drunk. Right. And Joe says, okay, but only if it's you and me. No
1: girls. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like And matches Max is just that. fine with that because if he gets drunk with Pearl around, she makes him agree to stuff and he can't seem to turn her down. So, uh... <laughs> I like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we mention that this chapter has F bombs in it just to be aware?
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't think we did. But okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's
3: right. We're not reading them out loud. Well, oh, so cool. it is mature. It is
0: a mature.
2: That's
1: true. Yes, there it is. Crowd. <laughs> I
0: have to sign in and be at least 14. So.
2: Well, I'm on fanfiction.net, and she actually had a warning at the beginning that said,
0: "Caution: F-
2: bombs ahead." <laughs>
6: Thank you, Tricia. <laughs> oh, In the chat Why
3: window, uh Trisha just dropped an F bomb as well.
5: <clears throat> Imappropriate <It's> <laughs>
6: uh. Mm-hmm. And a
1: snort. If you guessed yes. it had something to do with the sports, you would be right.
0: <laughs> I thought it was appropriate, so I had it. I'm like, yeah, that's a good word. <laughs> good so,
2: so did we have so, a score? What happened? Or was lost. it just face? Oh.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so we happened. have a scene change, jumping to Max and Joe at the bar. Or no, I guess they're at Joe's flat. But Max has brought the amber liquid. Should-
0: Joe's flat? Yeah, they're at Joe's yeah. flat.
3: They're at Joe's flat drinking whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I love Max. So, you and Ginny waggle's the eyebrows.
1: bop chicka bow wow uh, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Waggle's pierced
2: eyebrows. Yeah. Well. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then...
1: Uh, Joe kind of agrees with me. He doesn't see the point of piercings and tattoos and things. But yeah.
2: I like this. She asks, is she married? And Job shakes his head down. <laughs> Max says, Are you? I, <laughs> Are you? Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I know of. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
3: But that's part of the problem. He doesn't know enough about his past to know
2: he could be married. He or doesn't even know how mm, old he is. He yeah. could have been a girl.
1: Although he's been, he's gone detective on himself because, you know, there's no callus on his hand where he might have worn a re- wedding ring and no one else had ever come to find him. So, Joe that Lucas must not be married.
0: That really I'm sorry, I can't hear no, you anymore. can't hear you again, Heather. <laughs> I hear I hear <laughs> can you hear me now yeah.
2: Oh. yeah the problem is that people will talk over you because you we can barely hear you
0: oh I, I hear not a, a mouth, I am not a wow. mouth? <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay say what you're gonna say
0: it, it just makes me sad
4: no one is he thinks that no one's ever come looking for him meanwhile <laughs> we've been through 20 chapters
0: of Looking for him. Yeah,
5: yeah.
3: When I was listening to this and it said that, I was like, "That you know of?" Mm-hmm. I talk out loud. Little do you know the
0: story
5: all the time. So yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: I think I was. Thanks, was this was the facepalm moment. It was like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then of course Max we have wants to, mention to know what the problem is. Evil name here. <laughs> oh. Yes, Megan. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Because
1: Max thinks Joe's happier than he's ever seen him, even when he was with Megan, because he didn't love her. And Joe's like, yeah, I really didn't. And then Max says, but you love Ginny. And Joe doesn't really know what to do with that, because... It's true, but he thinks she deserves someone better than him, which uh, oh, there's sure. Harry again.
3: As you <laughs> say, there's a Harry trait. <laughs> there's Mac-
1: a large percentage of males the world over, actually, but <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah. Um, and more now. Let no, um, me find wait, out, wait, Mac. Wait, 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 the, usually right. it's the other way around, Scott.
1: Unfortunately, mm, I don't know. I've it's, read it's a lot that of that things they... where the guys don't think they live up to the girls.
2: Oh well, yeah. Let's just put the, let let me say it from a female's
0: point of view. I know a lot. of us go from the topic, up, because you can get
2: seated guys that think that you know they could walk on water and no woman is good
0: enough for them.
1: Mm, yeah, well, you get those too, but nobody wants those.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> 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 yeah but never mind. Okay, then anyway. we find out uh, Joe boosted cars, and he, at first he started doing it just so he can get money. Then we found out uh, Mac used to be in drug, used to get into drugs, and right. he served jail time, and that's why Sam didn't like him. And Max says,
3: well, you know, boosting cars isn't so bad. At least you didn't kill anybody. And Joe thinks to himself, well, I don't know if that's true, because he did plunge a syringe full of sleeping narcotics, whatever it was that was in that syringe, into the neck of a guard. So he doesn't know if he killed him or not.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: But then he doesn't even know his own path, so he doesn't even know
4: how many people potentially died. I thought that was kind of rather ironic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, the little yeah. you know here, Joe, the better for you.
1: So he confesses to Max. Then, then they start
3: that he gossiping like a little bunch of girl. Yeah. Wait, yeah. They're, oh, they're gossiping. What did you say,
5: Scott?
1: He confesses to Max that he was in this hospital a few years ago, and that's the first thing he remembers. Right. He doesn't remember anything else of his past.
5: And that's. Uh, yes, they
1: do start gossiping about Ginny, because apparently yeah. she can't go back to England. And, uh, yeah. We learned about that earlier in the chapters, but Max had great fun with that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when we find out he doesn't even know how old he is. Mm-hmm. And they start tossing
0: back the whiskeys even more. Mm-hmm. And they get all fuzzy, and then they start—they start getting fuzzy. He's like, "You love her," and I was just like, "No, I don't. You did not know you don't. That's all I could think of the whole Guys <laughs> <laughs> getting all lovey-dovey on each other. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, <laughs>
5: <laughs> Poor Joe. And then
3: we yeah. Seen Chains back to the bar, and he's still pushing her away, and she's afraid to push back because she's afraid that he'll just tell her to go, and mm-hmm. or he'll
0: disappear, and she'll have to go find
1: him again.
3: Right, and
1: because from her end, she knows some of the stuff that he has to work through. So
2: yeah,
3: and she goes in the back room
2: where Max
3: is supposed to be cooking lunch, and he's in there smoking. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We won't talk about the.
2: <laughs> we she's
0: won't like, talk about code. the health department.
1: <laughs> yeah. you're a walking health code violation. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah.
0: She's hungry. She wants something to eat, but she's thinking, "Oh my god, of all the stuff I over here to eat." She's like, "Do I want a bunch of a- cigarette ash all over what I've been eating?" Right.
3: And then Joe kind of sneaks in behind her and goes, "The oyster. Give her the oysters." And she's like, "Ew!" And <laughs> it turns into this bet.
1: Yeah, yes, they have a challenge now.
6: Yeah,
1: yeah. Because she's never tried them, and how can you know if you like them unless you try them? And, uh, right. Hey, they're supposed to be an aphrodisiac, don't you know? <laughs> good, good. And uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get the whole, oh, and then they get the whole bar into, into it, yeah. into, like pretty much into the whole bet, and cause Sam gets involved, and apparently Sam doesn't bet mm. that often, and so yeah. it's, there's like four hundred dollars on the line. Right.
1: Yeah, she tries to get Joe to eat most of them, and he says. Here, I'll eat one of them, show you how it's done. You have to eat the other five. And Pearl (laughs) bets that she can, and Sam matches her and says she can
3: Right. And so she... She gets the first one down after Joe shows her how to do it and you know, she's like, You can do this, you can do it, just do it and you know, it's awful. Mm -hmm. But she chews it. I
1: was expecting her to be like Gryffindor, you don't say,
0: that was like the worst thing you possibly
3: do. Yeah chew it. Don't chew it. You just gotta swallow it. Yeah,
2: Yeah, you just gotta shoot these are shooters. You don't chew it.
3: I've yeah. so a- two down, and she's just like, oh man! And of course, they're chanting, and they're probably chanting, "Do it, do it, do it," or something. And you know,
1: mm-hmm. and she's decided to try a different sauce because Tabasco doesn't do it for her, but it really doesn't help all that much. Oh, wow. And uh,
2: oh yeah, they're probably they're probably chanting ginger, ginger. ginger. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably
3: like, I need some ginger on here. Uh. And she finally gets done and stands up. And everybody's screaming and yelling. And Joe kind of pulls her in a hug and says, can you make it to the bathroom? And she's like, yeah. And, of course, she gets in there just to lose Barely.
1: But she does. Mm
3: -hmm. Of course, it takes her a while to get there because everybody's giving her hugs and
6: kisses.
1: Yeah. Kind of not the thing you want when you're on your way to vomit in (laughs) the toilet.
6: Look, Trisha! Vomit! What? Yay!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it doesn't have the word in it this time, so we're not quite there yet, but uh, I know. it's off stage. You
3: didn't say yeah. anything about part. her losing the contents of her stomach, so I think that's been vomiting. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a
0: lot of I need, I need in this story. I need the word vomit.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you you at her, and uh, she gets the $400 that they bet on either way. And Pearl kind of forces her to take him. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she has an admirer show up.
5: Yeah. yeah. Wow. That Trisha wasn't me. Trisha, you're
2: on mute. She just came off mute. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll oh, wait for her to come said, back. She will be right back. <laughs> yeah. It was part. on purpose. Type that she needs to warn us when she comes back so that we can stop talking. <laughs> Never or, mind. We'll
0: just... <laughs> I have to leave right now, okay? I'll probably see you guys next week. Okay.
2: Oh. Uh-oh. Right. Is the milkman here? <laughs> no, the milkman's
0: not here. The last time the fire, you man, left... Fireman, but not the milkman.
3: Uh, as we say the last time you left in the middle of a podcast, it was for... Business. Shut up.
5: <laughs> have fun. Bye. <laughs> I trust ah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well. So this guy wants to take her to dinner. Right. Yeah. And she's turned him down. Not even the fiftieth proposal she'd had of that sort. But uh, this guy's a little persistent.
3: Yeah. She says, "What do you want from the bar?" And he says, "Just you." And uh-huh. she just walks away, and pretty soon, you know, he's back in front of her. And, I'm Philip! And she's like, and I'm not interested. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like that exchange.
3: And he's uh, not he taking notes. He just
1: grins, and yeah. He may be one of the other sort you were talking about. Mm-hmm. uh uh-huh. <laughs> But finally, uh, Joe vaults over the bar and pins him to a wall. That's such a, a, a good word. Apparently, he's not subtle.
3: Well, Philip's not being very subtle either.
1: This is true. I would have just, you know, stepped between them first before the whole pinning to a wall thing. But Joe has a few other things going on, so, you know.
2: He's not happy. Uh, um, Let's just put this. Restrained would be a good word.
1: (laughs) Barely (laughs) restrained. Barely barely
2: restrained. (laughs) Because she can feel not just the anger coming off of him, but his magic is giving her goosebumps. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Philip's fairly lucky; his head doesn't explode or something. So uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I'm surprised he doesn't have burns. burns. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I could see him with burns across his throat where Joe's arms touching him.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah. He's yeah,
3: very lucky. He made it out of the bar in one piece, right?
1: Yeah, Jenny basically has to call him off three times, and then Philip actually does take the hint and uh, leave. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, just oh, as head. well.
3: You know, sometimes when you hit him upside the head with the two by four, they do get the
5: point.
1: Mm-hmm. Not always yeah. <laughs> And Joe just sort of stalks off, and then he's kind of uncomfortable for the rest of the day. And and she tries to follow him when he leaves because he's out of there right away. And Max says, "You know, you may want to let him cool down a bit."
0: Yeah. yeah well,
2: and Pearl says he's not like you and I. Yeah. He's mm. different. And, and I, all he think of He might actually prefer
1: to be alone.
2: Huh. And, and Jenny's going, no, <laughs> Pearl, you have no idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can tell Pearl's an extrovert, though. She has no idea anyone could actually want to be by themselves.
2: Well, yeah. he's, and, and you know, how long has it taken for Joe to come this far out of his shell? Two years? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: And Pearl may be right to some extent, but Ginny doesn't want to take the chance that leaving him by himself will just take him back in his shell. So yeah. So she follows him.
3: She casts a tracking charm and follows him. And, mm-hmm. and then it dies out and he kind of comes up behind her.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. You shouldn't be here. She's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hmm.
1: She gets to an intersection and she's lost him, and then he's right behind her.
2: But Mm. think about this: he has had to hide. He's good at this. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. He knows
3: when he's being tracked because he's been tracked a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he pretty much puts her against the wall Mm -hmm. and gives her slightly
1: different fashion.
3: A little bit of a snog. (laughs) (laughs) You think? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And the heat coming off his body is just you know, amazing. He's still so pumped up from the whole thing that he's just
1: radiating heat. Right. Mm -hmm. And I could see magic sort of dissipating itself that way if it's not directed to anything. Mm -hmm. He He just sort of has it simmering under his skin, if you will, and doesn't know about it or know anything to do with it. So it's just...
2: Well, it's that glow, you know.
1: He tells her if she was smart, she'd leave. But Ginny's not going for that. No. No.
3: And he kisses her again, and it's like a kiss that lasts forever, and finally he pulls away with a cry. And he's like, I can't do this. And she's like, why not? And he said, because, and, you know. Also
1: very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So. She asked him about Megan. Right. Which is slightly odd topic change, but. What came to mind.
3: Mm -hmm. And we find out that, you know, he was alone, so he thought maybe if he tried to force himself into liking her, that that would change it, and it just didn't work. Yeah. And Ginny's like, well, why are you running for me? And he says, because I'm afraid you're what I need.
1: And Mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to handle that.
3: Right.
5: Good line. Good line.
1: Uh, Yeah, because he's said already that Megan wasn't what he needed, and now he's afraid that Ginny is And it's, yeah, he's... Having trouble handling things. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So he stalks off. And she follows him from under the invisibility cloak. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. steals the car. He does. And he actually sets off the alarm. Doesn't he set off the alarm as he's stealing? Yeah. I mean, he's yep. not even sneaky
2: about the whole thing. Nope.
1: Yeah, he, he wants her to know. It comes up, I think, in the next chapter or the one after that. It's he
2: knew that she was watching him. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. He's trying to warn her off again. Yep. You know. If she sees that I'm this guy that steals cars, maybe she won't hang around.
5: Yeah, that's not going to
2: work. I'm, I'm sorry. I just looked up at the TV. There's a commercial for a movie that's coming out called Unstoppable,
5: mm-hmm.
6: and it's
2: about a, apparently some it's a theatrical and it's a train that they have to stop. And I'm watching these stars fly by, you know, as they sh- they show shots of who's in the movie, and it was like that looked like, yep, Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got yeah, yeah, in it.
4: <laughs> I knew about it because it actually, they filmed a part of it here.
2: In, oh, yeah? In,
4: yeah. The, there's five movies coming out within the next six months that have been filmed here. Like the new um, Janet Ivanovich, um, One for the Money, was filmed here. Oh, cool. There's a movie with Russell Crowe that's coming out in November, Unstoppable. Um, and I Am Number Four was filmed here. Huh. Okay. So wow. lots of like little connections. Like it was just, I, I I happened to stumble upon it
2: one day at work
4: when I was a little.
2: I had the only time that we've had lately that's been filmed here mm-hmm. was Up in the Air. Oh. They shot yeah. quite a few scenes from here. And in fact, all of the airport scenes, they were all shot at Lambert. Oh, okay. And different the different concourses because it's supposed to look like different places. And they were all the different places in the we have four concourses, so they just used different parts of the concourse that looked like it was a different airport right but yeah, that was uh we had casting calls go out for extras, and it was a big deal and then when it made it to the Oscars, everybody was like,
5: "Oh that movie." The- right here!
2: Because we don't get a lot of movies that are made here. Although that's unfortunate, but you know. Have you guys
5: ever
3: heard of, since we're already off topic, Halloween Town? Yeah! Yeah. So Halloween Town was filmed here.
4: Really? In
3: Portland or Scapoose? In Scapoose and St. Helens. The house Ah. is filmed just down the street from me. And then the um, town where the movie theater is and all of that stuff, that's downtown St. Helens, which is where I work. And every year at this time of year, they bring out a Props and they set them up in the town square from Halloween Town. And the funnest thing was they had canned movie night, and if you brought cans of food, you got to go to the movie for free. And we (laughs) sat in the theater. And watch that, and watch the theater that we were sitting in on the screen. It was really
2: fun. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. I know because yeah, all the zombies watched... were in there at the time. <laughs> yeah, because this was a
4: theater. Like
2: that was the big
0: plot point
4: for the movie. Oh, I love that. Was such a good. Yeah, they're fun Disney the put out a lot of like fun movies at that time. Like there was that, and there was the skating movie, and like. There were a whole bunch of really good movies out then. Right. So speaking of Disney, so Hilary Duff is looking for an apartment here because her husband now plays for the Penguins. It's kind of amusing and it's like the talk of the talk shows oh, the radio shows. <laughs> it's kind of amusing.
2: Goodness. Well, we have John Goodman. Well, here's somebody who is from here that has been in a lot of stuff. John Hamm from mm-hmm. Mad Men. He's okay. from St. Louis, mm-hmm. and his family still lives here. So he comes back into town, and he's like, you know, he goes to Blues games, and he and he goes to Cardinals games. He loves the Blues, so it's kind of funny. Like, and he's apparently he did, did a uh, an ad. He did an ad last year for the Blues, and he's wearing this hat. And he says, you "See this hat? I got this hat when I was eight. I mean, and it's an old school Blues hat. <laughs> you know, he has been a fan." All of his life. That's cool. It's Yeah, it is pretty cool.
3: We're way off course. I'm going to be trying to to drag us back.
2: That's right. So he steals his car. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is the end of chapter 19. And the, the the chapter title was My World. So now we go on, and it, there's an author's note at the beginning of this chapter. This is chapter 20, and the author's note that I show here is: if there was ever a chapter you needed to listen to the song to, this would be it. It's called Here by Me, and she says look it up on YouTube if needed. But it really makes a big difference in the feel of the chapter. So,
5: hmm, okay.
2: And I, and and I've said this before. I said this at the beginning. The chapter titles on all of these are obviously songs by Three Doors Down. And listening to the CD Away From the Sun, you could sit there and go, that one fits. That one fits there. This one fits here. I mean, it's wow. I just, if you get a chance to get the CD, do it. It's just, it's a big difference in the story. I mean, it's just, it's eerie how she just kind of wrote, she put the songs together to make the story. You know, it was just kind of <laughs> like, wow. Wow. So um it starts out and he is in a wooded area and he's looking at a fence and apparently he is outside the base where he and Lucas Johns, Johnny, uh escaped from the the bad guys. Yeah. And Where sworn- Ginny and Jasper were earlier. Yeah. Right.
3: He couldn't say what brought him there. He'd always sworn that nothing would ever bring him back.
5: And here but, he was.
3: Yeah. And he kind of shivers, but it's not really that cold. And he's just hes not sure what's going to happen. And he sinks down to the ground, and the memories start coming. But this time, they're different memories. They're not as overwhelming. They're painful, but he doesn't feel the need to explode in anger or hatred. And it starts with Mama Jessen busying herself around him, fessing the bed and tucking him in. And he's like, why am I here? And she says, you're here to be better. And he thinks about that a minute. And he's trying to think about what is past, you know, anything from before he woke up the first time. And he can't think of anything. And he wants to know what's wrong with him because he has no memories at all. So, and she doesn't know either. She just says, there's something wrong with your mind and the people are trying to heal you. Yeah. And, uh. Then he says, why do you call me Joe? And she says, well, Joe's my favorite name. I always, if I had a boy, I was going to name him Joe because Joe is special. And I always had girls, so I'm making you my Joe. And he's like, I'm not special. And she says, yes, I can feel it. I can feel that you have great things inside of you. And he says, I don't want to be special. I want to be ordinary. I want to be an ordinary Joe. And that's mm. what she starts calling him. And I, I wonder if she doesn't have a touch of magic. Mm, she's, I'm sure. She's feeling the magic within him. She really is.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really think there's a scene somewhere where it says she actually is a witch and just couldn't manage to make her family believe it or something. Well,
2: she, well
1: I don't know where I'm getting that from, but I remember something about that in this.
2: Well, she talks I, it about was, witches. Well, she talks about the, they did weird things and the family doesn't believe that. She saw the weird things going on. That's what I
1: think you're saying. So could be. I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised if she's. I don't know. I don't know whether she's it probably got some it be a squib, but you know the the well, um, sort of muggle. She's probably got equivalent. some innate
2: magic. Sorry, go ahead and say it again. I just talked right over you.
1: She's not well, I don't web, know what she... the term would be. It's kind of the... Because she comes from a Muggle family, and obviously she's not a Muggle-born witch, or so far as we know, she hasn't gone to Salem or anything. But if there's a scale of these things, she might be almost there. Like if she'd, have, I don't know, married to the right person, her children would have been wizards and witches.
2: It's possible. Some, there's some innate extra for lack of a better term extrasensory that I think she's got mm-hmm. and I don't think it's I don't think it's the nurse in her I think it's what she, you know it's part of her makeup
3: She's just very yeah. perceptive to the magic
2: yeah yeah she is
3: and he remembers other things too He remembers how he and Johnny used to talk through the wall and that they even broke the wall out a little bit so they could talk and almost see each other. but towards the end they were making so much trouble that they were strapped to their bed so they couldn't even get out of bed to go down and talk. And they just right. yell till they couldn't make any sound anymore.
2: Well and they talk loud.
4: Uh, talk loud. Well, I was moving on, but if you're still on that thought, go ahead. Go ahead. Well I was just gonna say he's sort of brought out of his memories by
2: a shotgun and <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Well
4: and Kind
2: well, of a the, rude awakening there. And I'm gonna go back just a tad, just a little. He's looking at this. One of the things that they the two that escaped promised each other is that they would live. They would go live their lives, and he doesn't feel like he's doing that. No. And he feels like he has let his compatriot down because he's just toasting. He's not doing anything. Right. And he realizes that meeting Ginny has changed that, and, you know, that's a good thing.
1: Right. She's sort of... Giving him a kickstart again, or I don't know how you'd say that. She's started things moving for him again.
3: Yeah. She's made him feel special.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Instead of
3: being ordinary. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, And not in the way he's been shying away from. He just, well, he's in love with her.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's taking it to its simplest thing right there. He's in love with her. He doesn't quite know what to do with that, but (laughs) that's what it boils down to.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I like the fact that he took the car back. The owner Mm -hmm. didn't even know it was gone.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, because we assume, because it goes from the fact that he's stolen the car to the fact that he's here in Georgia. And you assume that he drove the car there. Right. What we find out is that, no, he returned the car and got on a bus. So, and there's, to go back to what Heather said, there's this little man that comes up with a shotgun and he says, This here is my property. And Joe's like, I'm sorry, I was just watching. I didn't mean any harm. And the guy wants to know if he was stationed there, and Joe lies and says, Yeah. And uh
5: well, sort of. <laughs> yeah.
3: Kind of two years ago. And he finds out, you know, there was some sort of break in not too long ago. Usually it's it's real quiet over there, but every once in a while all hell breaks loose. And he's talking about when Ginny and Jasper were there. Yeah. So and then he then he talks about, you know, few years ago, all hell broke loose, too. <laughs> Joe's like, yeah, I remember that.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: so, but then he says, I'll leave. Yes. And off he goes. And we have a scene change, and we're back at the bar, and Pearl wants to know, what Ginny done with Joe?
2: Yeah, it's been three days. Three days later. Yeah. And she hasn't seen him for, it's probably been five days, six days.
3: Well, and, you know, it's going to take you a while to get to Georgia and back from. Well, it's
2: actually not that far. It's not that far from New Orleans to Savannah. It's about six or 700 miles, maybe. I mean, it's literally across I 10. (laughs) You know?
3: Yeah, but on a bus, that takes a while because they got to stop and then they go and then they stop. Not really many
2: towns between New Orleans and Savannah. Uh. But they
4: probably obey the speed
0: limits and, you know, lots of us. I don't know.
1: Interstate (laughs) buses are a little bit different than city buses, I would imagine. There's not nearly so many stops and things.
2: No, they're
1: not.
3: Yeah, but but you still stop quite a bit. I mean, we did it. Yeah. Where did you go? From Los Angeles to uh, Kansas City, Kansas.
2: Well, that's 1,500 miles. (laughs) Uh, I know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We stopped a lot, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they pull into the station at three in the morning and go, okay we're gonna clean the bus take all your stuff
4: with you we're like ah. yeah
6: <laughs> so yeah that's right so
4: joe comes back he gets back in to the the bar and where you been what's going on why'd you leave and that sort of awkwardness of the highs and and the did you get it out of your system yet? Think things are mm-hmm. working their way towards being better. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, having
1: finished. more of this little nonverbal communication stuff. Like she says one little phrase, and he knows what she's talking about, and they just sort of smirk at each other, and you yeah. know.
5: Yeah.
3: And then we have a turning point that is sort of a catalyst because yeah, <gasps> mm. Ginny hears a voice she knows.
2: Guess who shows up. Hello. Jasper
6: comes to see Jasper. her,
2: <laughs> yeah. and, you know. and Jasper is like, "Wow, it's really him." Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And Harry gets jealous. Yeah, he does. I know.
3: And of course, Jasper wants to talk, and he's like, "I'm working," and he's like, "This is important. You need to talk to me." So they take a break, and uh, I think they go outside. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, yeah, he's not at all. He needs happy. to talk about a few things, but. Well, he's, exactly going, be he's going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's done what he needs to do. And we don't actually hear much about what he did as far as Lucas Jones goes, but I suppose it doesn't matter to him as much now that we know this one is Harry. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and she says, well, I'm not ready to go back. And he said, no, that's fine. I'm going to go back. And uh, does he love you? And Ginny smiles and says, I love him. And Jasper says, yeah, but that's not my question. And
2: she says, I'm not going to answer that because I don't know yet.
1: Mm-hmm. And he says, "Don't let him push you away," which uh, says to me he's either encountered Harry himself or heard things. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, classic <laughs> Harry maneuver there. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's
2: more along the lines of of he's heard things. I mean, he knows that Harry left her
5: mm-hmm.
2: to go hunt for Horcruxes during her sixth year. He knows that.
5: Right.
2: He. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that story about how they hid and how they fought Voldemort yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he gives her a kiss on the forehead and he wishes he could do more to help and she says you've done enough as it is and uh, just when you go home could you tell my family that I love them and he says he will yeah
3: and she goes back in and Pearl's like I'm gonna be waiting to hear what this is all about <laughs>
1: And, and Chitty's Chitty's like, ah, I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> You'll be waiting a long time. Like, okay. and, Joe is,
2: and Joe is mad. Joe is mm. jealous.
3: Joe is fuming.
2: And Pearl can pick it up. And if Pearl can pick it up, oh, man, it's like, you know that pressure cooker that you go over uh, and you hit the top of it? It's rattling right now. <laughs> Somebody needs to release the pressure right now.
1: But and they can just tell there's something that's changed in the bar and the rest of the patrons are getting rowdy and you're well, getting in. Oh, and the,
2: Ginny, Ginny, could mm-hmm. feel that when she went outside to talk to Jasper it was like something was setting her teeth on edge in right. the bar. Mm-hmm. And it was before she went outside and then when she came back again and it was like, <gasps> "Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's yeah. going on?" So Joe has a
1: lot more effect on things than he realizes he's oh, doing. Yeah, he yep.
2: Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Mhm.
1: And she sees the look on Joe's face and remembers one of the last times she saw that look was the night Sirius died Yeah. just before they got to the ministry.
3: And most of the regulars have left because they can feel the tension and they don't want to be there. And there's a a large group in the corner and there's a a big, big guy there and he's just laughing and being rowdy and everything and. Ginny's got her eye on this situation, and she's about ready to pull her wand out. But so far, she hasn't mm-hmm. had to do it. And then here comes Mammoth Man. He's coming to the bar.
2: and mm-hmm. You just
3: know there's going to be problems.
2: Yeah. The, yeah. the, the uh, How shall I put this? The fecal matter is about to strike <laughs> the rotating air mover. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Well, Joe's been eyeing this guy, too, and he's just looking for a fight.
5: Right. So yeah.
1: as soon as this guy orders his drinks, Joe says, no, you're cut off.
5: Like Things sort of escalate the from fire.
1: there. He's like, you talking to me? What do you say to me? And they, they <laughs> just do the whole thing. And Joe leaps over the bar and basically Pebble tries and to well, like strangle size. this guy who's three times Parts his size. How
6: size he is. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's just like oh, hanging oh. off the back of his neck, flopping around, trying to, and nothing actually works.
4: Did anyone think of him and the the troll?
0: Like that's what I just thought of. Like the him troll. hanging up the back of the neck of the troll. troll. different! When God <laughs> him leviosa.
2: Yeah,
4: and Matt
0: has fat, therefore we're covered. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and he, but he doesn't have this club with him. The troll, not Joe. No, yeah,
3: that's got the bat, and and Max is pretty intimidating because he's got he steps between. Joe and Mammoth and the rest of Mammoth's friends, and they're all like, "Okay, dude, we're we're cool. Don't hit us," <laughs> you know. Right. And he holds them off, and it's just Joe and Mammoth man that go at it. Right. So. Yeah. And they close the bar. Yeah, they <laughs> do. Poor Ginny. She's like, "What just happened here?" Because I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
1: Joe comes staggering back in. He's got a black eye, and bloody nose, he's got cuts. <laughs>
3: yeah. Then he's like, well, you should see the other guy. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally.
1: He's like, yeah, I did. What were you thinking? Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, so she drags him
2: home. Yeah. Yeah. And fixes him up. Yeah.
1: So great. he can put ice on his eye.
2: Yeah, I love
1: this. Yeah, she and she calls be- him a prat. Yeah, and
2: that,
1: that's me. when he says, uh, if you're going to swear at me, could you at least do it in English? And she's like, it is English. <laughs>
5: <laughs> then
2: an <in> American. <laughs> <laughs> and
5: she's like, did you
3: see the size of that guy before you took him on? you
1: nuts? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw him, okay? <laughs> It's not like I wanted him to pummel me. I just uh he just boys. Boys. <laughs> Testosterone poisoning. Mm-hmm. So his what she ruined. wants to do is cast healing spells on him, but yeah. she doesn't just let it go over well.
5: No. <laughs> no. nope,
3: nope. <laughs> but he, and his glasses are still at the bar, so he can't hardly see anyhow. She probably could have; he wouldn't even have seen her do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah.
1: And,
5: I
3: like and then
1: this finally gets around to the uh, the point of the whole thing. And yeah. he asks her, "Who was that you were talking to earlier?"
3: And she doesn't want to tell him. He's just a man.
1: Yeah. hmm She, for a moment, she can't quite process what he's asked because she. thinks <laughs> well, be that's because Well,
2: that and he's got his hands on her too. Yeah, his thumbs are rubbing circles on her
3: hips or whatever, mm-hmm. just be, just beneath the waistband of her jeans. <laughs> She's like,
5: uh were you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, what, what, were, what were you saying? <laughs> what, what was
3: that? There were
1: words in there somewhere, right? Yeah. Excuse
5: mm-hmm. me, I'm
3: just going to float on the feelings for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Harry, and Harry, Joe's saying, you know, he kissed you. And she's like, he did? Well, yeah, he kissed me on the forehead, but that wasn't a kiss. What do you mean? But, yeah, to Joe, it was mm-hmm. a kiss. Yeah. And, you know, She says, there was nothing ever between us. He's like my brother. He's like an, an older, older brother to me. An,
2: another older brother. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And she's seeing a familiar expression in his eyes, which she's kind of a little worried about believing. She thinks it's too good to be true.
5: Yeah.
3: And then he says, you're mine. Yeah. Not some other guys. You're mine. And she mm-hmm. says, yeah, I'm yours simple
1: as that And her inner self is jumping up and down and making (laughs) squeeing sounds
2: sounds. (laughs) can i interject something about the comments from live journal that everybody else on the live journal was also jumping up and down and going yeah
6: Yeah,
3: i saw that too (laughs) yeah finally they got together finally Oh, yeah. She doesn't want to go any further until she talks to him about what he is. But it's waited too long, and it's not going to wait now. The the two of them are mm-hmm. going to get together. <clears throat>
1: and he actually, he starts and then stops and then ends up saying anyway that he's in love with her. Yeah. Right. Which he wasn't actually planning to say, but uh, right. it is true.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And Ginny kind of stops and says, you didn't mean to say that, did you? And he says, no, but it's true. <laughs> you know, and she's like,
5: you love me? Really?
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and things are not quite making sense again. And she's sort of debating the differences between being in love with Harry and being in love with Joe and what she can do with that. And then she basically just has to throw it aside for now. Things are happening, and they're going to keep happening.
2: <laughs> As yes. Trisha would probably say, "Wow,
0: wow!" <laughs> <laughs> <Or, "Brr." laughs> this know, yes. would be
1: where there is a chapter twenty outtake. <laughs> yes, yes, there yes. is. You're not actually going to cover on the podcast, but if you happen to be over eighteen, which you probably are, if you're listening to this, you can go and read it on the live journal.
5: Right. Yes.
4: <laughs> and it's steamy. Yeah. Uh huh good, But the, the, the highlights of the, the non seamy part is that he asks,
2: what did I do without you? Wait, wait, wait stop, 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 stop. What? Stop <laughs> moving your microphone and talk. <laughs> I can't help that I'm expressive, even though no one is here. I <laughs> know, but, but we can hear you being expressive.
3: <laughs> we can't hear you talk over this sound. Yeah.
2: Sorry.
4: I it sounds like it you're out.
2: sandpapering your microphone. Go for it.
4: Anyway, he says, "You know, what would I do without you?" And she's like, "I've looked for you for years, and it's it's just there's so much more behind those words than what he gets, but we mm-hmm. all know because we've read 24 chapters of this this fix and know.
1: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he thinks she's just referring to her general quest for the perfect guy, and no, really, she's been looking for him.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: I love the author's note at the end of this.
2: He says, stay with me. And she says, I'll stay forever.
3: Right. (sighs) The author's note is, happy sigh. I can hear you cheering. (laughs) If you scroll down. uh That's what they're doing. They did. A lot of it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And now that is the end of this chapter. Right. Mm -hmm. And the next chapter is called... It's not me. It's not me. Chapter 21.
5: Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. And we're back to Joe's point of view at the beginning of the chapter.
3: Yep. They're kind of nuzzling in bed. And he says, We really need to get up. And she says, Do we have to? And, mm-hmm. you know, waking up with Ginny this morning was just the best thing he could ever imagine.
2: Because
3: yeah. he never really stayed with Megan. It was more like a bunch of one night stands. And this is very, very different.
1: Mm hmm. But they really do kind of have to get up, you know, work and all that sort of thing. So
2: she and she he, says again, "I've always been looking for you." Yeah, and he thinks that again. She means the general. Yeah. Uh
1: huh. He says he knew the first time she walked in the bar because something just clicked. Yeah. Yep. And then he says, "We sound like her Hallmark cards."
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do we? Oh,
1: yeah, we do. Okay, just uh, slap me if I'm ever that way in public. <laughs> so
4: I hear you guys talk about it. I'm like, a hickey from Kinnicky's like a Hallmark card oh, god. O- god. And the I guess too many
1: hickeys, people think I'm a leper. Cheer up. A uh,
6: hickey from Kinnicky's like a Hallmark cock.
1: You
4: pig. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've been watching your musicals recently, have you?
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> from me to you, no, from you to you, from me, Pinky Lee yeah.
1: <laughs> oh boy uh-uh.
2: well, then she asks him where he had been for the last few days, and he starts to talk about the fact that he can't remember anything that happened in the past. Right. And he's worried about this because, you know, what if something horrible happened and it's going to come back and affect my relationships to the people, you know, who I love. Yeah. And, and he uh, talks
1: to her about Megan a little bit right, and admits that he wasn't ever really in love with her. He just, she was convenient Yeah, and he felt like he needed someone and he felt like he'd gone too long. And maybe if he just forced himself to get over the walls that he'd put up, things would happen from there, but it never really worked.
3: Right. And then he wants to know if she's ever been with somebody. And she says yes. And he's like, the guy in the bar? <laughs> she's like, no. 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 <laughs> there was this wonderful, amazing man many, many years, years ago, ago. And Joe wants to know why he's not there, why she's not with him anymore. And Ginny says, because she I'm says, with you. Because I'm with you.
1: Yeah. He asks if she was in love with this guy that she slept with and she says, yeah, but really it was different because they were young mm-hmm. and it's not the same as what she feels for Joe at this point.
2: Right. Well, no, she's two years older. He's completely different. He doesn't remember anything of his past. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's of course, it's different. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. I
1: found it interesting that she said that at all and sort of set up. Harry of the past as a former boyfriend for Joe. Yeah. Well, Cause.
2: she needed to because she couldn't say, oh, yeah, by the way, you're it the was same you. person as you because yeah. it would like totally freak him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: He has a hard enough time with it when she does tell him. So. Yeah. so instead, she says, why did you steal the car? Yeah. And he tries to like nudge her off of his body and she's like having nothing to do with that. Finally, he says, because I could. And mm-hmm. he explains that he used to steal the cars for money. And sometimes I still do. It's ridiculous, I know, but...
1: And she picks out that it's it's something he could do that he had control over after yeah. the cards and everything just spun him out of control. Right. Yeah. And... uh She tells him he doesn't have to hold back with things he's worried about anymore.
3: Then we go back to the bar, and Pearl's like, oh, you guys look so happy. (laughs) And I've never seen Joe smile like this. He's, well, I'm not sure what the word should be. (laughs) (laughs) They're
1: wandering around whistling. Good morning, everybody.
3: (laughs) 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 We had sex last night. (laughs) In case you hadn't noticed. (laughs) <laughs> sorry well Pearl just
1: asks her are you sleeping with him and she says well it's not like we're shagging in the kitchen like some people I could mention <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, and Pearl yeah. wants to know all the details of and course. Ginny doesn't really want to tell them <laughs>
3: No. <laughs> you thrive on details, don't you? It's not like you're an old maid sitting around living vicariously through me. You're shagging on the kitchen table.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. So.
1: And Joe comes <laughs> up and says, do I want to know what you two are talking about?
5: Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, no. Not really. And she tells him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then Joe goes to Max and says, your woman's corrupting my woman. And Max is like, too bad. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, Pearl says, your woman needs no help from me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we shift times again.
2: And now we have a little flashback, or should I say, please flashback to three or four episodes ago when we started with the prologue. Mm-hmm. The and I'm sorry that I just chirped. Um, <laughs> it's because okay, it fits really good
3: with the chirping <clears throat> sound that wakes her from a wonderful night's sleep. Yes, that was Twitter, <laughs> by the way. <laughs>
2: yeah. It just twittered. Um, and this yeah.
1: is an exact repeat of the preface. This whole yes. section. She yes, said, it is. Seriously, so I'm gonna better be dead because
3: because <laughs> I was sleeping really well. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's Hermione and. No, she's not coming home right now. And yes, she does know exactly what she's doing.
3: And she's going to kill Jasper when she gets her hands on him for giving out that phone number. Yes, she
1: is. (laughs) And we shift back to Joe's point of view, and we're another bit of time down the road. He's bringing coffee. Yes. Apparently they're on a boat. They are on a boat. Mm Mm-hmm. And no, not a boat! (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> this one never capsizes, don't worry.
2: It's a right-side-up-wheeler. It's a paddle-wheeler. Paddle paddle <laughs> <wheeler. laughs>
1: and he hadn't slept well last night because Ginny wasn't with him, because she'd stayed at her own apartment, and he's thinking about maybe they should move in together. Yeah. And Ginny seems to have been preoccupied with something weird, and he wants to know what's going on there.
3: She says that she's been thinking about something a lot, and he wants to know if it's them. And she says, Yeah, but it's more than that. That's the best part of what distracts me. Mm-hmm. And she lets her know that her sister in law contacted her. And, you know, he's like, Oh, is everything okay? And she says, Yeah, they just haven't heard from me.
2: And they're worried. Yeah. Yeah. She talks about going back. And he doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he's a little
1: bit jealous and he isn't sure why.
2: Well, whether he's a, it's he's jealous a, of
1: her. For having a family, or jealous that of her leaving, that he wants her all to himself.
2: Well, and I think he's he's afraid that that she's gonna want to choose between him and her family, and that her family is gonna win. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. That's his biggest fear. But she's determined; she's not going to let this ruin their holiday. So they relax again for a while. Yeah. And it turns out she accepted his offer, because the next thing we know, they're moving.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He says, you don't have very much. Do you need to turn in the keys today? And she says, no, I can turn them in on Tuesday. And she kind of thinks, well, it's, you know, a lot like I could just have everything packed in a rucksack, you know, <laughs> snicker, snicker, smirk, because that's how she's lived for so long. Mm-hmm. And she's a little bummed about not being able to have the magic because when she's at home in her apartment, then she can, you know, cast the cleaning charms and do stuff like that. And until she tells Joe, that stuff's over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly good to walk in on the uh, dishes, dancing around the room or whatever.
2: Are the clothes folding themselves? hmm I want that. You know? <laughs> I want the clothes washing and folding themselves. <laughs> and then going up the stairs and being put into my drawers. <laughs> You want your drawers in your drawers? Yes. I would like my knickers in my drawers. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) 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 It's a good place for them, I'm sure.
3: This morning, I was getting dressed. I'm like, where is my other pair of jeans? No, they're not there. No, they're not in the dirty clothes. Oh, well, I'll just wear the old jeans. And I went downstairs to get something and... I wore them when I cleaned out the chicken coop. They're downstairs oh. waiting to go in the laundry. Like, oh, uh, that's where they I, are. Yeah, I remember now.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I go upstairs. The dog usually has run of the condo while I'm out here. My protector. He's all sprawled <laughs> out right now snoring. But I'll go upstairs and find one sock in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> it's like, where's <laughs> the other one? <laughs> where did you hide it?
1: <laughs> it's been buried... Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: she's funny. But I'll pick it up and I'll find, like, a bone underneath it. <laughs> she's dragged it into the middle of the hallway to hide the bone under it. Oh, uh, of course.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a handy uh, disguise, don't you know?
2: Well, she she helps with my laundry, too, because if there's anything on the floor, if I'm busy down here doing something, she'll bring, like, my sock, a shirt. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? She's helping. Uh-huh.
5: Mm,
1: this was on you the floor. All... You might yes. want it.
3: Yeah,
2: this going <laughs> to be washed? <laughs>
1: well, it does now.
5: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, doggy slobber's not bad. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so
4: funny. <sighs> anyway. That's yes. Well, anyway. So Max we're... and
1: Pearl are stopping for pizza, and so they're going to unpack a few things while waiting for that. Joe has borrowed a car, legally.
3: Legally, this is, is good.
1: You know? mm-hmm. And Pearl is scandalized by Ginny's lack of shoes. So uh, (laughs) that has to be remedied.
3: I'm sure they're going to be going shopping soon.
4: Shopping. shopping. They just basically kind of finish up their moving, but there's still this mingling feeling from Hermione's skull. It it really has... Unsettled? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: She's put out a picture of her family, and Joe's kind of looking at it. And finally, he says, "Is that your family?" And she says, "Yeah." And she's thinking to herself, "Well, it's a good thing it was taken with a
2: muggle camera."
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, there must be some way to—I don't know—freeze, freeze know, yeah. the wizard pictures. Yeah,
2: or she could just say, "Don't move," <laughs> and <they> don't. <laughs>
1: Hey, okay, you're Ever. all paying statues. <laughs> 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 then every time they come into the room, like, wasn't that picture different? Before?
3: <laughs> yeah, were they in a different order last time I looked? Wait
2: a minute. Was, wait a minute. What? Wasn't he profile before? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He's facing the camera now? Yeah.
3: Oh dear. But she's ready to tell Harry about her life, and she mm-hmm. says, "You know, I think I'm ready." And she starts talking about the borough and the town. and
1: Which brothers is which and Mm. all that. And he notices her accent change as she's talking about
3: it. Right. She says, you know, Mom stayed home with us and we didn't go to school in the early years, but then we went to boarding school. Mm. And he wanted to know if she got along with her brothers. And she said, yeah, mostly. We stepped on each other a lot. They were forever Mm -hmm. getting the Mickey taken out of them. Well, she talks
1: about. The story is about Harry. Harry. Ron's new friend. Yeah. yeah. And tells him her full name.
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And he says, I like it, but Ginny seems to fit you better. Right. Which is exactly what he said before.
3: And uh, he wants to know if she likes the name Harry better than the name Joe.
1: And of course, he has no idea what exactly he's asking there.
3: Right. And you know, she's like, a name could be an is just a name. I mean I could call you stinky cheese, especially after mm-hmm. I found all those dirty socks stuffed under the sofa. <laughs> under the sofa.
2: <laughs> Apparently
3: Lily the dog's been hanging out at Joe's place hiding the socks <laughs> under the
5: sofa.
3: Yeah,
2: well, no. Yep. Yeah. So she's still telling him, you know, we had problems and, you know, for school and uh, I had all kinds of
1: advantages of of being youngest. Yeah. And he
2: says, I bet you were popular at school with the boys. And she says a few, but I always had my eye on one. And but he was always too busy to notice me.
1: Joe calls himself a fool. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I was fifteen and he was sixteen when he kissed me for the first time in front of about fifty people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Joe is putting this together that that this was Harry who mm-hmm.
1: this who was she, the guy she'd slept with before.
2: Yeah, who she'd been in love with before.
1: This was Harry, his her brother's <laughs> best mate, and he says, "Oh, I'm sure that went over well." Yeah. Oh. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: And so she says, Harry had things he had to do. We only dated a few weeks. It wasn't until almost two years later that we got together. And he's like, that makes no sense. And so she asked for the rucksack because she wants to show him something. She's afraid she's going about telling the story all wrong.
1: There's really no way she can tell it properly and make sense without mentioning the magic part. Mm -hmm. So she's decided, okay, She's going to go for it.
3: Yeah, and she pulls out her wand and says, "Have you ever seen anything like this?" And he's like, "I see you with it sometimes. What is it?"
2: Yeah, but the thing is, kind of hair thing. She can tell that he has seen a wand before. Mm -hmm. This is all (laughs) the men standing over him with sticks. Yeah,
1: yeah, not the greatest of uh, first impressions.
2: Yeah, like this line. It says, "Part of her was excited to be able to show him something." While another part of her harbored the horrifying thought, she was really bollocksing this up.
3: And, you know, it's amazing that he doesn't react badly
2: to it, to the wand
3: itself. To the wand itself, because his—well,
2: she's holding it. Yeah, that's a big issue right there.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and the angle is different. Mm-hmm. I would imagine if he'd been sleeping on a couch or something, and she came up with it, he'd react a lot more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it it would trigger the me- memories more strongly.
5: Yeah,
3: so she does the the magic. She akio's a book and a pillow, and she says I'm a witch. I can do real magic. And then she says, "Are you afraid of me?" And he said, "No." <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. And
1: she know. assures him that she'd never hurt him, right. and he finally just asks, "Okay, what do you do with it?"
3: Yeah, she says, "I went to a special school to learn magic. All of my family's magic, and Harry was magic too. He was a wizard."
1: Mm-hmm. And that's really making him uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And and what then happened? He what happened asks what yeah. yeah. What happened to this guy? You were in love with him. And so, what's she going to say?
6: Yeah.
3: And she tells the story that he worked for the government and they discovered that something was happening within the ministry and we thought he was killed because of it. And right. He's like, wait a minute. This Harry, he uncovered some sort of government scandal and it got him killed. And she said, that's what we thought, that he had died. But years later, after I became an aura, I found out that he might not have died, that he was kidnapped.
2: You know? And then no. she says, for years, I've been looking. Yeah, I've been all over, I've been the, all world. over the world looking for him. Now he knows. Now he's mm-hmm. like, why are you here and why are you telling me this?
3: Yeah, I'm here because I found him. After years of thinking he was dead and then hoping and praying he wasn't, I found him. And Joe's like, "Why are you with me?"
1: Because mm-hmm. he's not acknowledging this really. He's no. still thinking, "Okay, so she's found this hairy guy, and he's here somewhere. So why is she being wait, wait. my girlfriend?" Mm-hmm. Right.
3: And she calls him Harry. Because I'm in love with you, Harry, she said. Because I know who you are, and I finally found you after all these years. And he's, no, I'm not Harry. I'm not who you think I am. And she says, mm-hmm. I can prove it. I know about Lucas. I know what they did to you. I know about Mama Jessen. And he flips out. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: this is just pushing him more and more over the edge. Yeah. He's not really ready for this. No, and his and of magic. Course, he also thinks that, okay, so she's come and she's with me because she thinks I'm some other guy. Mm-hmm. This is no. Isn't helping as okay. far as he's concerned.
2: Right. Oh, I know. Almost, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you know I what thought I am about. I <laughs> thought she knew where you were going. <laughs> She's not here. Yeah, he's just torn between exploding in anger and vomiting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, dear.
2: And, and cracks one of the windows with <laughs> accidental magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And out he goes.
1: Yeah. And, she or. almost thinks he's going to operate, but yeah. he doesn't quite manage fine. that.
3: And he takes, <laughs> she's just beside herself because she bollocks it up. Well, mm-hmm. what a, how else would you do this? No, I know there really isn't any good way to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. And it might possibly have been easier if she'd gone at it the other direction, but it's hard to say really.
2: You know, I don't think so. I think, the way that she, you know, it's that whole tear the bandage off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did.
5: <laughs> I'm editing
3: test of time right now. And just did I say the, the
2: same part. thing? And
3: no, I, but I'm editing the part where she's like, so, Harry... How's this? Brace yourself, and she rips the bandage off, and he's like, <gasps> <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: "She's like, oh, it's just
3: like waxing your legs," and he's like, "You do this <laughs> on
5: <a>
4: purpose? Why?" <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, though, that, yeah, if she had gone up to him when she first walked into the the Oyster Pearl and the or S- Sam's Oyster, yeah, Sam's Oyster, whatever that the the bar. Went up to him and said, "You're Harry." Like it had to happen this way because
2: yeah, he would have he would have run. He,
4: he would have definitely run, mm-hmm. and he would have stolen that car, and he would have gone to San Francisco and found Johnny. And then where where would she be? So
1: right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she had to be. They had to be at this point in their relationship at least. But I'm wondering if starting with something like I think I know some of the things that you don't remember, or something like that. You know, or just letting him know that I'm going to be telling you stuff that's really hard to believe before she tells it, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's hard it to happens. say what, how anything would work out. Yeah. yeah.
2: So so he's gone. Yeah. And she doesn't know what to do because mm-hmm. he's not come back. It's been hours. And mm-hmm. so she picks, she picks her things up. Yeah. And she doesn't know where she's going to go. And she can't. She doesn't know what to do. She,
1: doesn't really she decides much she shouldn't. Of her stuff. Yeah, just everything that's in reach. But she
3: yeah. decides she should be there when he get back. It's right. his place. She shouldn't. Her presence should deter her from coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, and that Which, is, as it turns out, doesn't actually work the no. best way, but it's logical enough. So, so she, she's, out, so the she's out the door, yeah. She just hopes he can forgive her someday.
2: And that's the end of Chapter 22.
1: 21.
2: Oh, sorry, it's Part 22.
1: The end of Chapter you 21. You did the same I did the last time, or... One well, of these times I've said the chapter because that's the link that's sitting there oh, I'm looking at. Well, no. actually,
2: because I'm reading it off of fanfiction.net, and part <laughs> one is the preface. Uh,
1: yeah. okay. Yeah. So
2: all of my chapter numbers are off. So that was the end of chapter 21.
1: And then we go to and chapter... And apparently oh, there was an April Fool's chapter here. Because at the <laughs> yes. beginning she has an author, so it's like okay, okay. I'm sorry, really. This is the real chapter, and I'm kind of curious. Does I, I don't I don't remember what it was. But I don't know if we can find it anywhere anymore. I don't
2: remember where what it was, but it was kind of yeah. It was. I you know I want to say it was almost like I've decided to stop writing the story and I'm writing something else, and it may have been in you know something to do with the Muppets. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, no, chapter Ella.
1: 22 is called These Days, and we're back to Joe running away, which is where we were when we started this podcast.
2: Yeah, right. why I got <laughs>
1: confused.
2: Yes. He's yes. always running away. <laughs> and this is where he doesn't know what to think. He really doesn't know how to, to process this. And he ends up mm-hmm. on top of the tallest office building to New Orleans, vomit, in New Orleans, yeah,
3: he's got such a presence about him right now that no one even questioned him as he walked through the building. Right, he he just had this very determined stride,
2: and no one was going to get in his way. And, and he and he did vomit. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. Hi Trish.
3: <laughs> Before he got to the building, mm-hmm. and now he's up there, and he's thinking, and he's trying to figure out, you know, what. <laughs> should he should throw he himself should
2: he throw himself off the top yeah.
1: and he's always liked being up on high places because he can lean into the wind and it feels like he's flying and you sort of yeah. go uh huh yeah, that would be there
3: wait till you get on the broomstick Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: and he's but, like you know it can't be true there's no way this can be true but at the same time he's thinking well I really did see the book fly across the room and I saw the pillow fly oh but it's got to be parlor tricks but
1: you know mm-hmm. Well, what about that time I unlocked the door? Yeah, he has no way to process this, and he thinks everything's falling apart. Oh, things never work out for me, because again, he's sort of... And
2: and he's like, I'm not who she was looking for. She's not in love with me. me.
1: She's not in love with me. She's in love with this imaginary guy that she thinks I am. Mm -hmm. And and people do that anyway, even when there isn't a reason for you to come up with some other personality. So, yeah. but. There's all these questions that are sort of rattling around in his mind and somehow this makes some of them make sense even though all of it doesn't make sense itself. Mm-hmm. So well, and I I think of...
2: I think it's interesting that he feels resentment for the fact that he supposedly has magic. If he was a wizard, why hadn't he been able to save himself, mm-hmm. you know,
3: from Lucas? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, all of a sudden, it hits him in the face. Maybe he had.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. See, he vanished from that circle of cops and guards right. and such.
3: Well, and he's thinking back. And things floated around the room when he was agitated. And doors unlocked for him even when he didn't have a key. And escaping with Johnny when he was surrounded with men and guns. Maybe mm-hmm. she is telling the truth. Right. And he's just like, do I believe
1: this? And then what? Do I want this, even if it is true? Because, I mean, whatever happened, obviously, it led to me being in this hospital. He's not sure how to think about Ginny, because if this is true, he did have Ginny before, but then here she is, and she hasn't been honest with him, and then his little double voice is saying, well, you weren't honest with her either. And he's like, oh, just shut up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, but he, you know, he's realizing that maybe he did have a past, and if it was as bad as, you know, it's, it's the thing that was wrong, that the reason that, he's, that he was there, he's got it in his head that something was wrong with him, and apparently his past was very unpleasant, but Jenny was in his past, and he had her, and she's in his present, and, you know... If she was in his past, then maybe it wasn't as bad as he is imagining it that it was. Because he still thinks that the reason that he was at that, you know, with strapped down on the table was because something was wrong with his head. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't realize. And she says, you know, he, this person was kidnapped. And he's starting to he doesn't remember that. All he remembers is she was in love with this person and she thinks that person is me. Yeah. He's not processing all of it. And now he's realized that he needs to go talk to her again. Mm-hmm. But now he's, he's locked, locked up on the up roof. On the roof. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> Whoops. In the dark. Mm-hmm. He says, okay, well, if I'm really magic and I've made locks undo before, maybe I can do this one.
3: Right. And he goes over and he, and he puts his hand on it. And then he's like, no, well, this isn't going to work. And he kind of walks away.
1: Mm-hmm. And
5: uh,
3: and he's tried, you know, he's he's tried to get down a couple of times. He's tried the lock, and different things. And he well, I like a- the fact that. His,
2: his arm tingles. Okay. He, last time that he tries it. And he has a helicopter
3: coming and he's like, land here, don't land here, don't land here. They're going to haul my butt off to jail.
2: Right. Mm-mm. And the little, and little voice says, go try the door.
4: Try it again. I wonder if his voice is Ginny, since her voice was him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a good <laughs>
5: question.
3: And he's just <laughs> like, uh, it must not have been locked. He's remembering. Well, yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> and he gets back to his apartment and he bursts in and he's like, Ginny, I And she's gone. Hi, Sue here. And in this section, Kelly has been distracted by her TV because they have breaking news. I cut most of it out, but this in part was kind of good for a chuckle, so I left it in. Enjoy.
2: So, yeah, but they were breaking news like all night last night. It was breaking news, breaking news, breaking news.
1: So, mm-hmm. okay. And so he burst just in. Stop breaking the news. Just, <laughs> just keep it together. You know, it can, one piece, you know. Yeah. Don't <laughs> break it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So he goes back and goes back into his apartment and he bursts in and she's not there mm-hmm. and and he's like Never she left. Never even
1: considered that. Yeah, no, he's mm-hmm.
2: just like, and he doesn't know where to look for. Her. So he goes back to the bar. <laughs> bangs on the and door. Pearl is like, wake up, Pearl, wake up. What happened to you? And he says, Is she here? And he says, I've lost her. And Pearl's like, What do you mean you've lost her? <laughs> he doesn't know where to look.
1: Yeah, he's not thinking clearly still. No, he's not because. Um, Eventually, Pearl and Max are coming, and they're going to help him look. And he says, okay. What did she say to her? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah. And is there a place she
2: can go? Did she turn in the keys to her part?
1: That's when he remembers, oh, right, she's not giving those back until Tuesdays. So they try that first.
2: Pearl says, you know, what did you say to her? And he says, she knew me before. She knew me before, and she didn't tell me.
1: I do like the little mini exchange. It's like. Oh come on! What did you do? And he's like, "Why well, do you assume it's me that messed everything up?" <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you're the man.
5: <laughs>
1: and you know, yeah. it's just she knew him before and didn't tell him. Yeah, yeah. but then and Pearl you know, knocks him sense into would, Yeah,
2: Pearl knocks him sense into how him. That
1: would work to start with. Because yeah. hi, Joe. By the way, I knew you two years ago. Uh, you're not actually Joe. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I'm you're Harry, and I'm in love life. with you. Yeah. <laughs> Watch him. Hey, you can see the tread marks. Zoom! the
4: door. <laughs> the Judy-size hole. <laughs> no,
3: the Joe-size hole. Well, that
4: too. So, yeah, he gets to her apartment. apartment. Yeah,
3: I love that Max gets him a taxi because he knows he's not going to make it if he walks. Walks. Mm-hmm.
0: He
2: would run.
3: He would
0: steal a car.
3: <laughs> and they get up there and they get to the door and he knows that she's inside. Yeah, and he tells that. Him, Max, I better go in alone. And Max yeah. is like, are you sure? And he says, yeah, I'll be there
2: tomorrow. And Max is like, yeah, today. It's after one, dude. <laughs> so she's yeah, in mind. there. Mm-hmm. And he says, I think it'd be better if I went in by myself.
1: So Max says, like,
2: well, good luck. And and he unlocks the door. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's
3: learned now that he can actually do this.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's still split over that. Because part of him is going, yes, I did it. And part of him's going, oh, <laughs> crap, I did it. <laughs> 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 yeah. We shift back to Ginny's point of view while she's been waiting and she's sort of wondering, okay, did I mess this up completely? And she doesn't know what to do.
3: Will I ever see him again?
1: And eventually she just sort of falls asleep. She's been sitting there worrying the whole time. Or lying there, I guess.
3: And the bed sinks down, and she like, rolls over with the wand, and she realizes it's Joe. Smells like him. Must be him.
1: Yeah. And I have to say, it's a good thing they're in someplace like New Orleans, because she's been sleeping through the night on the bare mattress, because they stripped everything out and moved it. And yeah. fortunately, it's warm enough at this point.
2: Yeah. Well, it's flimsy, New Orleans.
3: <laughs> flimsy blanket, but that's it. And as he reaches for her, the magic inside her reached for his because their magic is totally attuned to each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Andy really, at least for this story, anyway, has really played up this whole thing about the magic being almost a thing of itself and how Ginny can feel wards and can feel other people's magic, especially yeah. Harry's, but other people's as well, mm-hmm. uh, rather than just being, for the most part, a tool, which is what it is generally in canon.
2: I thought this, you know, he climbs into bed and basically wraps himself around her. And the first thing he says is, when I woke up, my arms and legs were chained to a bed. And it was just like, oh, my God.
3: I knew it was a hospital because of the
2: smell.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember anything. It was like staring at a blank wall. I couldn't talk. I couldn't think straight. And she just holds him, and yep. he just lets everything tumble out.
1: Yeah, he talks about how he should have known, because he made things happen. <laughs> Guards didn't like that part. No. <laughs> and he admits that he shouldn't have left, and she says, well, I shouldn't have told it to you that boldly.
3: Although I don't know what other way I could have done it. And he's like, do you really think?
1: And she says, you're Harry.
3: I know you are.
1: He mm-hmm. says, okay, so what does that mean? Because sure, I, I'm Harry, but I'm not.
3: And she says, well, the first thing it means is that I finally found you. Mm -hmm. And he says, you've been looking for me all of this time. And she says, well, not at first, because we thought you were dead. Yeah. But once I figured out that you weren't dead, then yes, I've been looking for you.
1: Mm -hmm. And he wants to remember these things that she knows.
5: Mm -hmm. But
1: he doesn't have that. And she says, well... We're going to try, but even if we can't do anything, if you can't remember, I'll tell you. Yeah. Because I will always be here to tell you about these things.
5: Yeah. And
3: he says, you love Harry. How much of me is in him? And she says, more than you realize, but you're different too. And then he thinks and he says, okay, which one of us are you in love with?
2: And she says both.
3: Yeah. It's a fair question.
2: Yeah, it is. Mm
3: -hmm. And
1: he says, well, sure, both. Okay. But if you have to choose. (laughs)
2: <laughs> she doesn't have to choose.
3: Right. Because she's already chosen. Right. She's with him.
1: Yeah. And they uh, celebrate that for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that he loves her. And he still doesn't really know what's going on, but he's not going to run anymore. Right. And she wakes up next to him, and it's just wonderful.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: He's snuggling under the blankets. But he's kind of... Thinking, you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you
1: think
2: too much. He's
1: <laughs> just laying there. Yeah, that's the first thing she says to him in the morning.
2: Well, and he's wondering what he did wrong to end up strapped to a bed. Right, and she tells him, "You didn't deserve to be there. You are not responsible for what they did."
4: He does comment that he says he knows, but I think that's like
2: I don't know, yeah.
4: It's mm. sort of a yes. A nominal answer that everyone says when they're being told something that they're not really willing to face. It's like I know, I know, I know, but I'm yeah. still in this dark place, and
2: I don't want to hear it. <laughs> right. Well, mm. and then he says, "I feel strange around you," and she's like, "I don't know if that's a compliment." <laughs> 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 and it's it's the magic. It's yeah. the picking up on someone's you know vibes, aura, whatever you want to call it. Magic. And it's his
1: magic reaching out to her is and all of that Mm -hmm. and so she tries to deliberately project her own magic and say okay did you feel that and he says oh okay yeah that I've felt that before and
3: then he decides it's arousing (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she says try being on my end your magic's intoxicating
1: Mm -hmm. and he wonders why if that's why they got together so quickly, it's because the magic was reaching for each other.
5: Yeah. Ah.
3: She says no matter how much they tried to steal it from you by taking your memories, they couldn't steal your magic, and they can't take away who you fundamentally are. And so your magic reach out to me. Even though you don't remember me with your memories, your body and your magic remember me,
5: mm-hmm. basically.
3: And then he kind of gives this little guilty, embarrassing secret. I can unlock doors. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: and he asks
4: he asks a very you know, she's like, Every any mediocre wizard can do that, you know, it, it, it's an art. And he's like, Can it make someone fall in love? And here's the big question is he he's hinting around at trying to figure out if what they feel is real versus manufactured because right. she put a spell on him.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or even if she didn't, just because she wants him to be hairy so much or whatever. And she says, no, I mean, there are some things that magic can do. It can make you like someone for a week, but you can't get real love through magic. And I would never do something like that to you anyway.
3: And he says, I've got all these questions. And she says, go ahead and ask. And I'll give you all the answers I can.
1: Oh, (laughs) and we skip
3: target practice. Yeah.
1: Mm Oh, Yeah.
3: And I love that she's put up wards around this target to cushion it and you know she's not quite enough. Yeah, she gives him the words and the wand movement and he <laughs> he breaks the wall. It's not a terrible yeah. break, but um she's like crap, I better do this fast. Reparo <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah.
1: laughs> well, that's what he was worried about. He's like okay, um you want me to shoot at my wall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there's a target that she's put up mm-hmm. and he' Sends a West stupefied it at it and ends it ends up exploding it into pieces and cracking the bricks yeah. behind it. It was like, oh dear, and that's with her wand.
5: Right,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's with a it's borrowed
1: like, uh, wand. Try whispering next time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love his enthusiasm of I had a wand. I'm sorry, of course I had a wand. Like he was just so the eleven year old getting that that's exciting. That yeah, cherry wood phoenix feather wand. <laughs>
5: Holly, actually
4: but you know i'm sorry holly bad bad harry Potter fan (laughs) (laughs) what did you say it was cherry cherry
3: oh no 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 no
2: no 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 not cherry
3: he wants to know if there's a spell for making things disappear and she's like disappear as in being invisible and he's like no as in like not going to be here anymore and she's like yeah evanesco he's like
2: cool I like this. <laughs> does
1: it work on more than just paper?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think of was, Jenny doesn't have very many clothes. Come on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, but for
2: a while. take
3: her shopping, so it's okay. And
2: the thing is, is that he disappears her shirt, but he does it nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you notice so this? He's
1: actually being better at things learning them second-hand than the first time through because he doesn't know all the limits. Right.
3: right. Yeah. And I like she mm. says muggle, and he's like, what's a muggle? <laughs> and so mm. she's got to explain.
1: Yeah. So she opens one of his buttons, and she says, you know, I, I could have done that with magic, but I kind of like doing it slowly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He says, yeah, I like fast better. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, your shirt is gone. <laughs> he decides to try the other way for the rest.
2: Right. So that's the end of chapter 22. <laughs> yeah.
1: There isn't an outtake on this one, but I'm sure you can imagine your own.
3: Yeah. And in chapter 23, which is called Runaway, the author's note is Fluff Abounds. But yes, it does.
4: Fluff. Sometimes you need some good fluff.
3: Yeah. yeah. And isn't at the end of this one? I think uh, one of them, I know she hands out dental floss. Cause the floss I think it's the end stuff. of this one.
5: Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. So <he's- laughs> They're
1: being very contemplative at the beginning of this one. They're lying on the sofa or possibly sitting on the sofa. It doesn't really say. And he says, what do you see in our future now that you've found me? And she has ideas that she'd like. She'd love to bring Harry back to England, but she can't really do that. And she says, well, I haven't made any plans. We should just discuss it ourselves. And he's like, you want to go back to England? I I know that.
3: Yeah. And she says, well, I do miss my family, but England's complicated. It Mm -hmm. means facing the people that did this to you. And it means standing up and fighting. And he's just, his gut reaction is fear and I can't do this again. I can't Mm -hmm. go back to that hospital and be chained. I won't survive it. Yeah. And she says, you know, we're together, and it's Mm -hmm. not going to happen again.
1: And it's an interesting point he brings up. He says, it's worse than a prison because I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know why I was there or what they were doing Mm -hmm. or any of that. Then he figured
2: it wasn't a prison. It was a mental asylum. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he just, Who needs dementors? Right. Yeah.
3: And then he kind of does this little campaign mm-hmm. at the bar. And yeah. Every time he walks he, past her, he's like, "He
1: says think we a sentence, just
5: run away." <laughs> <And> then
3: goes <laughs>
1: off and does something at the other end of the bar, and she's working, so she can't just. Okay, what are you talking about? <laughs>
5: and he
3: walks back through, and he goes, "Maybe California would be nice." <laughs> there's a stop it.
2: There's a piece in on fanfiction.net, and it's between where he's talking about the fact that it was an asylum, uh-huh. and where they're in the bar. Oh, okay. And he says it feels like a bit like a movie, or maybe like a bedtime story, but a really bad one. And he says, I don't feel like I'm the hero. I'm more the bad guy type. (laughs) And she says, no, definitely not the way I remember it. (laughs) But you never thought of yourself as a hero. You always said you were doing, you were just doing what was right. And he says, I'm not sure I want to remember all of this. Having no parents, you know, being hunted and having no home. And she says, you're leaving out the best parts. You're leaving, you're focusing on the bad parts. You have to think of the good parts. And she says, you did have a family, the one, one that loved you as if you were born with red hair. And he says, bet I looks funny being the only one not red. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, they're talking about her family and part of him wants to do it and part of him doesn't. And he's talking himself into it. So then we go to the bar and then that's the every so often. What if we just run away? <laughs> And, <laughs> and right, the then he keeps coming right. by and it's like, Maybe California
1: <laughs> I wonder why that part's on one spot and not the other.
2: Uh well, I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. The part that gets
3: her is he comes by and he goes, Or maybe the mountains. I haven't ever seen snow and she's like, Oh yeah, you have Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't say it He
1: well. doesn't remember.
2: Right. Well he wants And to- he's
1: enthusiastic. So- he's excited about this idea. But she can also tell it's because he's scared of going back to England.
4: Yeah. But she's he, not sure which way to jump her. either. Yeah. He's like, you haven't said where you want to go.
2: She doesn't care. As long as she's with him, she doesn't care. Oh, have you ever heard the expression choosing between what is easy and what is right? He says, oh. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: We could have a wonderful, amazing life and forget all about what's happened. Or,
2: you know. We could go back and face what has happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: Stop them from doing it again. Yeah.
2: And he's like, how can we fight the whole government? We can't.
1: Says, yeah, but we wouldn't be on our own. We'd have people who would fight with us.
2: Right. And she points out that
3: they've hurt other
5: people.
1: Yeah. That
3: they've arrested friends and, you know, killed people and slandered her and all of this stuff. And they shouldn't be allowed to get away with it.
1: Yeah. And he, th- he says, do you think I'm being a coward? And she says, no, I don't think that.
5: Yeah.
3: You've lost a lot more than you can even imagine, and you're being careful with what you have now. Right. And he says, that's it exactly. I can't lose who I am, and if I do, then they might as well just strap me back to that bed again, because I really will go insane.
2: Because he just can't stand the thought of losing. And she's, she's not going to let that happen. No. That's not going to happen.
3: Because, and I love this, because most of the people that were fighting think you really are dead. And Harry Potter is a name and a reputation that carries a lot of weight. And even the people that hated you and that, you know, they recognize the power that was inside of you. Draco. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I suppose so, yeah.
4: And uh, it's just funny because he's like, I'd have to be him again, wouldn't I? And it's like, there's a lot of advantages. But if you decide you don't after that. After we've done what we can, we'll go wherever we want. And I think that's the best thing is that we need to stand up and fight. And if we can't, if we can't do it, then we'll retreat and we'll run away. So it's a compromise. And even if they
3: do do it, then once it's done, we'll go and we'll live, yeah. the, we'll live the life that we want to live. Right. We won't mm-hmm. have to be tied down.
1: Yeah. And then Ish. she thinks of something she hasn't <laughs> had a chance to mention before. But, <laughs> By oh, the
5: way, you forgot
3: a did I ever
1: tell you you had a godson? His name's Teddy. Yeah. We leave them telling Teddy stories into the night.
3: hmm And he, yeah, he's just not sure. He needs to make a decision. And he's got to choose between what they could have and the unknown that awaits them in England.
2: Right. Uh, I thought this was funny. What if they the, didn't uh, think he was
4: good enough for their daughter? Uh, <laughs> That's so funny.
2: You know, there's a line about that later. <laughs> 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 I think we're going to cover it next week. But, but it's but it in there. It
4: says... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Because it's in here. It's like, he's thinking, what if I'm not good enough? What if they think that I'm not good enough? Yeah. <laughs> and I guess... And yeah. that's the reaction on the other end of. They think that Ginny's good enough for him.
3: Yeah,
1: and there he's nervous about meeting these five brothers and parents. And, you
2: know. Yes, <laughs> all of
3: that. Yeah, it's well, bad and, enough when he knows them, but to go into it blind.
2: He it's so. So he's trying to figure out, and you know, he ends up going to the park. I think, right. and something happens in the park that makes up his mind, mm-hmm. and it's seeing a. Family, family with a child enjoying the day in the park,
1: and another one on the way. Yeah,
2: and and that's what he wants.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been even more alone, as far as he remembers, than Harry had, mm-hmm. and yeah. he still he wants a real family for himself. Right. Yeah. And he realizes, well, sure, they could do that and they could go and run off to France or wherever and have a family, but they could never really do that completely while there was still this kind of hanging over their heads. Right.
3: Well, because, I mean, even if they run away and and they don't try to go back, there's still always going to be that possibility that they're going to find him.
6: Mm -hmm. I mean,
3: he knows that they were hunting him for a while and he lost them. And he doesn't know that Ginny's had the senator call him off, but how long's that gonna last? You know? They don't want him to come to light, they want him shut up. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna always hang it over him. It's kind of like the old gunfighters in the old West, you know? If you had a reputation as being a really fast gun, then everybody wanted to come up against you and you had to kill <laughs> and kill and kill. You've been
2: watching Blazing Saddles again, haven't you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I've been reading. You
2: know? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they would try to hide. And I heard we have this quiet draw, mister, and I turn around, and there's a six-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I threw my guns down, and he shot me in the ass.
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing like the. The oh, Quibbler finding time. him. They'll have the Harry Potter sightings right next to the Stubby Boardman ones. You
2: know? Oh my God! The Elvis sightings are bad. <laughs>
1: sightings. Harry Potter living a double life in California.
2: No, no, not really dead. He's know. running. He's got a 7 Seven Eleven in Winnipeg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yep. a
2: store in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah.
1: Would anybody believe Harry Potter runs an oyster bar in New Orleans? No, that's. <laughs> a- <laughs>
3: I can see him, you know, the surfer dude, Harry Potter surfing in California.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep.
2: Uh, I'm getting static. Is anybody else getting?
3: Yeah, it's coming from mm-hmm. Heather. Sorry. I got
1: static as soon as you started talking about placing saddles.
3: <laughs> you got all excited again.
1: <laughs> well, I have
3: almost dolicy. Not quite, but it's it's leaning yeah, that way. Okay,
1: so. Harry's made this decision. Yes, he has. But he's not going to go back without a guarantee. Right. And he has a particular sort of guarantee in mind.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
3: So he
1: has to get Ginny down to the waterfront without her realizing what's going on. <laughs> right.
3: And of course, Pearl doesn't know what's going on. And she's like, let's go out. And Joe's like, no, I don't feel good. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm tired.
2: We need to go my, home. My big toe hurts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Pearl's like, well, you can go home. I'm going to take Ginny with me. And he's like, no, I need her.
2: <laughs> and Max is not helping because Max knows what's going on. And Max is like... <laughs> i'm not looking at you la 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 yeah
1: but Ginny has sort of picked up well it's kind of hard not to pick up what's yeah. going on he's like, oh, okay well i think we'll pass
3: and they head off and all of a sudden he's like okay i'm not tired anymore
1: like, oh okay <laughs> and you want to go meet up nope no. i i've got a better idea
3: <laughs> can you do that apparition thing and take us to the riverfront she's like i thought you didn't like
1: apparating
4: and he's like i've changed my mind
1: <laughs> Maybe we could walk along the river and uh, talk.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he wanted to bag his head on the side of the building. <sighs> it's such a hairy move. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he discovers operating isn't quite as distasteful if you're kissing at the time.
2: Distraction something better it?
1: to concentrate on.
2: Right. And, and he's getting and used to it So there they are.
1: Too, so. and he drags her over to a table, and she's like, "Didn't you want to walk? I think I want to sit." Actually, I'm I should
3: say, it's the bench that they sat on the very first night when they watched the sunrise over this the city. So this is kind of their bench,
5: Mm -hmm.
2: and yeah. Hold hold on. Stop licking me. Oh, Lily! You're all wound around the yarn. What are you doing? Wait a minute. a <laughs> <No> problem.
1: <laughs> Dog yeah. knitting trouble.
2: She, she got off on the couch and the then moment. she and then she circled. So she wound around the yarn all the way around her. She's <laughs> okay, making a back. sweater. I'm making a sweater. You're not. You don't have thumbs. Go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs>
4: Judy asked Joe why he's been so jumpy, and I sorts. hear Dalek. Oh.
1: oh, it's not that bad.
4: And and he's like, I have been. What do you mean? <laughs> do you, but do you remember the first night we came here and I'm I like, Daleking again? Yes. Yeah. my yeah. Exterminate. Emergency.
2: Almost. Not quite that bad, but it's really it's getting like there. When uh,
1: um, you're behind the electric fence again, we did when we did Luna. Because you right. sound I normal, but then there's just this bu- buzzing in behind you as well.
4: Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe I should just sign off and you guys can finish.
2: Well, Aww. Sue, why don't you... Can yeah, you me, call let it let back? We can call or, you I'm back, yeah. You and, and, uh,
5: Try that.
3: Poor Scotty's been holding on that popcorn all night.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've had about seven Hello. pieces so far.
1: Oh, it's so better.
2: That it is much better.
1: hmm
2: Yay! We're way on course. Okay, he says, do you remember when we were here? And she's like, yeah, like it was yesterday. He says, I asked you about who you were. And I felt like such a hypocrite because I had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. And he's babbling. <laughs> yeah, he just a little. <laughs> and she's like, "Uh huh, <laughs> okay." And he wants like, to go well, back.
3: To now at least I know I love you. Yeah. And she said that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, he I don't says, want.
1: To- I, yeah. Go
5: ahead.
1: He says, "I know that I don't want to be without you. I can't be what or who I was, but I do want to be a better person." And he puts his hand into his pocket, and he, as he Hold says. Out. I want to go back to England and brings out the ring.
3: Yeah, Yeah. but not without us making a promise to each other.
4: And she questions him and he's like, yes, I'm asking you to marry me. And all the little girls squeal (laughs) because it's a great moment. (laughs)
1: And she said, I already told you, I'd marry you whenever you asked. he said, yeah, but could you actually answer?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Could you please say yes or no?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I like that she says yes, and then they kiss clumsily, because they're kind of laughing as they're trying to do it.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. And spitting around, which really doesn't work, I would expect, nearly as well as it does in the movies. I want to see some romantic comedy or other at some point where they pick one of them up and spin around and run into a pillar or something because they're <laughs> stumbling you, around while spinning.
2: Have you ever seen All of Me? Uh, no. Nope. All of Me is a movie with Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well,
2: that's and to say. it's a, a comedy. A for sure. <laughs> no way. It's a comedy. And what it is, it's she is playing a very lonely very rich person and he is like a lawyer he's a lawyer and she has arranged for her mind to be put into someone else's body spent all of this money bringing this guy from Tibet who does not speak English who is going to take her essence out of her body and put it into another body because she's rich and she can do that okay Okay. well something goes horribly wrong and it ends up that she is sharing Steve Martin's body with him. Uh-huh. Oh, and so she has half the body and he has the other half of the body. <laughs> and it's very funny. But at the very end of the movie, she's, she gets her own body and they're dancing around and he picks her up and swings her around and tries to swing her over his back and almost falls over. <laughs> 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 Stumbling around trying to, trying to do this dance. It's very mm. funny. You should see the movie. It's, it's very cute. All right. Okay. So. But yeah, running into the pole. Definitely there. I was like (laughs) (laughs) She's like, we're
3: getting married! And he says, yeah, and we're going back to England. Mm.
5: Well.
1: (laughs) We're going to be be fine. fine.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So we we jump again, and we're back at the bar.
1: Pearl is unhappy. Yeah,
2: She's been eavesdropping. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, she's been eavesdropping on them telling Sam that they're leaving.
3: On Joe telling Sam, because Ginny's yeah. not aware that Joe's telling Sam until Pearl comes and says, are you really leaving? And Ginny's like, what? What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? What are you talking about, Willis?
1: <laughs> he says, we talked about it, but we didn't really decide on time. <laughs> but,
5: yeah.
4: mm-hmm. And Pearl admits that she expected it, especially with them being engaged. I just hope it wouldn't have happened, she says. So Ginny felt the need to console her friend. And
1: mm-hmm. Change is hard. Change. Yeah. No. No.
4: And I like what Ginny says, I like the picture of you and Max here at the bar forever.
3: I can see you as these little old gray-haired people still bashing heads and closing down the bar and stuff when it gets a little too rowdy in here. Mm-hmm. Pearl's like, yeah, Max <laughs> wants to get married, but, you know, I'm not going to do that.
2: Mm-mm. <laughs> and it's not that. It's because, and, and Pearl tells Ginny about Sam. Sam is not really Pearl's father. Right. Sam married Pearl's mother. hmm because Before she, she was, was
1: born, but only barely. Because she
2: was pregnant with Pearl, mm-hmm. and she and, doesn't um,
3: know if Pearl's if her mother really loved Sam or if she just loved the fact that he was saving her bacon.
2: Yeah. Mm. Well, and she died when she was very,
1: when Pearl was very young too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So she doesn't want to marry anybody unless she's really, really sure it's going to work. Right. Yeah.
3: But it's Max. It's going to work.
1: Of course it will. Mm -hmm.
4: Because this is
3: the fluff chapter. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I can feel my cavities growing already. (laughs) Yeah, she says,
1: you don't look at it like, am I going to be as in love with this person in 60 years? You look at it, am I going to be as in love with them tomorrow and next week and the next week and just sort of keep going. Right. Right. Because pretty
2: soon that turns into 60 years. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Pearl is planning, now in the process of planning the going away party.
1: Mm, Got to have a party. <laughs> <laughs> and, part. and we yeah.
2: have a scene Apparently, change. Apparently,
1: her source is the heating ducts, which I find fun. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Mm-hmm.
2: So, so then we have a scene change. And Ginny has figured out that if Hermione's going to call her at 3 o'clock in the morning, she's going to call Loved Hermione it. at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yep. <laughs> Loved it. And uh,
1: she she's like, them. Good morning, Hermione. And Hermione's like, Huh? <laughs> uh,
2: um, and uh, she's, she calls her and says, I need a favor. Right. says, I need a favor. Do you remember the package I sent you? Yeah. And Hermione's instantly awake. Yeah. Going, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. I
3: remember that. I've been I've been really, really trying hard not to open it. I haven't, but I want to. It's in, really, it's really, it's really in the vault.
2: And, <laughs> and she says, you're getting another package. Yes. And when you get the other package, you go get the first one. And I want you to open it.
3: And let Tremel and Kingsley know, too.
2: Yeah. Hermione says, are you coming home? And Ron is swearing in the background.
3: Yeah, but she doesn't know if he's swearing because
2: of her coming home or if he just fell out of bed. <laughs> I'm sure that Hermione has probably got a death grip on his, I don't know, chest hair going. <laughs> 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 and, uh, she says, yeah, I, I, She says, yeah, I'm coming home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like,
3: she wants to know what she's going to find inside. And Ginny yeah. says, you're going to find the truth.
2: <laughs> right.
3: Sorry,
4: the mental image of Hermione coming to Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just, I'm just can tired. You see that? Like, ah, Hermione, that
3: hurts. <laughs> I don't see him with chest hair though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I saw it more as a combination of both her things, because um, Hermione says, "Are you coming home?" and he like bolts upright and falls out of bed.
2: Right. <laughs> Yeah, but I just I, for some reason at this point I could just see her like reaching out and grabbing something, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just a fist of something—skin, hair. I can orange. see this uh,
1: <laughs> the picture.
2: Nose uh, a little no. bit earlier.
1: She mentions, <laughs> "No, we go haven't lower, opened it, Kelly. It, it's been, I'm not uh, showing
2: there." <laughs> I'm
3: sorry, Scott. Go ahead. I can hear Scott a little bit earlier. <laughs>
1: Hermione says, no, we haven't opened your package yet, but it's been a close thing a couple of times. And I can just see (coughs) popcorn.
3: (laughs) He can just see popcorn. Oh, no, that's not a good visual.
2: (laughs) I can can
1: just see Ron holding (laughs) Hermione back by the shoulders like, no, don't open it. She said, don't open it. You cannot go to the vault.
2: So, Uh, So Jenny says, yeah, we're coming home or I'm coming home. And then they're talking about the party that has apparently lasted until dawn. <laughs> dawn. Dawn. Well, Lisa's conversation is happening at dawn, and they're up, and on, they're the up on top of, of the building. Oh, same they're on building. the they're on the they're on the building. Yeah. Where
1: Joe went to when he left,
2: and he says, "This is where I came. I like to be up so high. Although now I know that I can operate. It makes it a hell of a lot easier to get up and down."
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and
2: she's
3: like, "I just can't wait to get you on a broom." And he's yeah,
1: he thinks that's funny. And Pearl has apparently done an absolutely giant party. Oh,
2: yeah. And Sam wants to walk Ginny down the aisle. Mm-hmm. He wants to walk someone down the aisle. Pearl is resisting yeah. all of Max's efforts.
1: But just as well, yeah. he'll convince her soon. Yeah. And Ginny's like, you know something. He's like, who, me? Hmm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know nothing. No. And, uh, and then he tells her easy. anyway. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Huh? He bought a ring to wear it down. They'll probably elope the same night.
1: Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, but that would break Sam's heart. Uh, You know, it would would break Sam's heart. They'll have to take Sam with them for the elopement. Yeah, (laughs) come on, Dad. We're going to Mississippi for the evening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is (laughs) justice, justice of the peace. And
4: she talks about Jenny talks about how she never thought anywhere else but England could feel like home. Mm -hmm. And he ultimately reassures her that they'll come back one day.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I hope we get to see that. Yeah, because I'd like to see some more of Pearl and Max and those folks as well.
2: Yep, and that is the end of chapter twenty three, and then we go to the The first first interlude. Interlude, and the first interlude is called Pages. And I have to say that after I read this, I was, and I'm gonna do, I'm, I did the same thing that everybody in the story did. Yes. I did the same thing that everybody in the story did.
4: Ah, fall on your chair. Before like no. before we get on to that here uh,
2: sobbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I feel like there's some distinct sections to like to the whole story and I think maybe I'm just getting that cuz like I read the whole thing today. I've said that a lot, I know. But I feel like the whole beginning it was very sad and then it was really ramped up what she was an oar, and then she was being chased around the world and then we slowed down and I feel like this interlude is helping us get, get ready to get ramped Stop up, up again, again for the final, you know, sprint to the end mm-hmm. and it really did feel like there were some distinct segments not that they didn't tie together, but as I was reading, like, this section for time, I kept thinking, I was like, why isn't Ginny looking over her shoulder? Why is Ginny so comfortable? Like, what do you mean that they're not still out looking for her? Like, she's using her name. She's has her same hair color. So, I, th- I think of any critique that I would have, it would be that she spent so long running and dodging and hiding that suddenly, like, she just stopped because she found Harry, like, It was a little bit out of context.
2: Well, I think also that the fact that they know that she's in the United States because Donald would have told them. Yeah. But Donald also, or Donald didn't tell them Mm. for the same reason that she has the hold over him. Yeah. Because if anybody found out what he did.
3: There would be hell to pay.
2: There would be hell to pay. So I I have a feeling that Donald hasn't told them where she is. You know, and she told him, tell your guys to back off. Yeah. And this is why. This was Harry Potter. How dare you? Do you know no who you clue. dealt with? Yeah. No idea. Mm-hmm.
1: And anybody who did follow her from England or wherever, I expect Jasper dealt with.
6: Yeah,
3: yeah. true. Yeah, Jasper was out dealing with a couple of folks. Okay. So, so we but go by to the
1: this way, interlude. Just I'm sorry. Go at ahead. the end of 23, there was where the toothbrush came in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she passed out. She passed out. Toothbrushes. Get rid of the extra fluff caught in your teeth.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had this little plot bunny in her mind, and she tried to fight it off all day, yep. and she's, of course, mm-hmm. blaming all of her readers. And
2: she yep. her
1: she was not thing. going to write interludes, no. but yes. she wrote two of them.
2: And we all went, squee, interlude! <laughs> yeah.
3: and, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night, and she sat down and wrote it. Now there's no betas around, but she's posting it anyhow, and you know hopefully yeah. it's okay.
2: So, this is Hermione's. This is what happening back in in England. Right. So Hermione has <laughs> just hung the phone up. Or no. Yeah. Sorry, Ginny has just hung the phone up on Hermione and Hermione is staring at it like, oh my God.
3: Yeah. And I love Ron- that Ron actually did fall
2: off the bed.
1: <laughs> Ron, who had never risen from the spot where he'd landed on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> peered up over the edge of the mattress.
3: She's coming home? Yeah. Hermione's like, yeah. He's like, when?
2: when? I don't know. She didn't tell me. We have to go to the vault. And he's
4: and like, he's like, it's uh, 3
2: o'clock in the morning.
4: I, but I love Ronald. it. I love it. It's not just it's 3 o'clock in the morning. It's one eyebrow raising. It's 3 yeah. o'clock in the morning.
2: <laughs> and then I he realizes
5: right
2: <laughs> it's the package. And yeah. then they're both like, when Sweet. can we go? When do they open? Oh, my God. we got to get there now. <laughs> she said we'd find out the truth.
3: And. You know, and I love that they they waited a whole hour before they started contacting the family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now it's four in the morning instead of three.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's so funny. Big
1: difference.
3: Waited
0: a
1: whole hour.
3: She says something about <laughs> Jasper, and he says, "Yeah, I know all about Jasper. We kind of had him investigated because we have these uh, people <clears throat> that kind of get us things that aren't." Supposed to
2: be, yeah. Questionable ingredients.
1: Yep. Need those if you're making Weasley potions.
5: Yeah.
3: So she's thinking, you know, oh, he's terrible. He says the stories they tell about that man. He makes the Ministry hit wizards look like saints.
2: Well, and then she's all, you know, is he a Death Eater? No, he's Why? not a Death Eater.
3: How could you have let your sister be with him all this time? And Ron's like, no, 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 it's cool. He's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's still not quite convinced.
1: Besides, we can never tell Ginny what to do anyway. <laughs>
3: That's true. She'll
1: and apparently it. he's told them, he and Trammel told them oh. enough that they have this idea of what Ginny's tracking down, but well, and, Hermione and, can't bring herself to believe it at this point.
2: And she says to Ron, we need to contact Kingsley and Trammel." And yes, it's three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he says, do you really think she's done it? I mean, it's almost that I really don't want to hope. Yeah,
3: that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, and they really can't, right? Because she isn't, bringing back Harry.
2: Well, they she didn't she didn't say that. She said that she was coming home.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they know enough to know she was looking for Harry and Hermione's sort of denying it, and, you know, it can't be real. And right Ron says, "Well, we can't jump to conclusions until we've read everything, but" She must, know. She,
2: she might just need help finding something. Yeah. And you're the researcher. We don't know if it's Harry Or if it's something entirely different. And so, yeah, this was the, (laughs) this was the, um, I am, I am carrying the object. And now they really, you know, they were told, put this in the vault. Don't tell anybody you have it. Don't tell anybody. Ministry. Nobody. Right. And now they've got the package and they're like, we've got to get this out of Diagon Alley.
3: But I like this line before they go there. Somewhere deep inside of her, a flame that had been burned up for
4: years lit. Yeah. Now here
2: we go. So apparently, so I, feel
4: like, I feel like there should be um, James Bond music in the background of this yes. entire like scene.
2: Yeah, yeah, because they're trying to sneak this package out without letting people know that they have it in their possession, and um,
3: they're not being very sneaky about the
2: whole no, thing. Yeah, they're kind of walking through everything. I like this fact that that they were there when the doors open It's like, let <laughs> us in now. It's, it's Target commercials at Target. Open, open.
1: <laughs> and there's a line of weasleys outside the bank like they walk out the door and George is there.
4: Bills yeah. <laughs> like okay, inside. we've got the
1: connection open. Bills out there. Turn left.
4: <laughs> I love that uh George paid off the other merchants to drive the traffic away from mm-hmm. the, the bank and towards the other other shops so that mm-hmm. they could just, you know, quickly get back to the shop. <laughs> right.
2: Well, it's so they can get to the flu. Or yeah. get to yeah. the operation point, point. And, and yeah, um,
3: the wards are up around the, the building, so they can't even walk through the front door. They go around back, and then they have to operate in, and then flew home.
2: Right. You know,
3: it's not as easy as just, like, walking through the door. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: Well, it's because they've been, teams. seems they don't like to get broken into at Gringotts. Yeah. Mm. Gee, I wonder who. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so
1: I was like, well, they shouldn't harbor criminals.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Technically,
3: we're the criminals.
2: <laughs> right. Well, and so they get to the shop. And Percy has...
1: Percy's got the second bundle that Ginny was just sending.
2: Yeah, and uh, had to apparently bribed somebody to kind of, well... Get it? ...spell them to forget that they received the package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... And then now she's trying to justify this to herself. She's got this thing in her arms and she says, you know, she thinks, what if it's something horrible? And then her brain says, what if it's something wonderful? Right. And it's just, she can't wait to go to where she's got to open it. Mm-hmm. And so... They're back at the burrow. The rest of
1: have been banished from the room. Hermione and Percy open it.
2: So Percy and Hermione are in the kitchen. Right. And everybody else is in the living room. And
5: Ron's facing a
3: hole
2: in the floor. Right. It's like giving birth to a baby. I know. (laughs) And so they're discussing this. You know, do you think it's possible? And he's not sure if he wants to find out because all that guilt that he had when Harry was killed is coming back. -hmm. You know, I should have been there.
5: Yeah,
2: oh yeah. Should
1: have
3: been there for him.
1: I should have been the one to find him and all that. Right.
2: And the door opens, and Hermione is sobbing in the kitchen,
3: and Percy's pale faced. He looks slightly more animated than nearly headless Nick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow.
2: And Percy says, "Harry's alive." (laughs) And
1: Molly screams, and George yells, and mm -hmm.
2: Hermione's on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. How, How could we have believed, believed the lies? The lies?
1: Yeah. yeah, Ron says we should have known. We should have listened to Ginny, which of course doesn't help the crying thing. No, no.
3: and she's got a photograph in her hand. Yeah, and it's Harry. It's a picture Ginny and Joe. Of Ginny kissing it's
2: Ginny and Joe.
3: Yeah, and I'll be buggered. Yeah, <laughs> got <him> one wrong, <laughs> and she just not <laughs> him for his language.
2: Yeah.
4: And we owe her an apology.
2: He says, not, maybe you do. I wasn't the one who stunned her. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
4: He's coming home. And they both are. Yeah. And then
1: we and have a Lynx. Yes. yes. Kingsley's patroness has shown up and he, he's got travel and they <laughs> like the way through the wards.
2: Yes. Please open the door.
3: <laughs> and this is very interesting because. Last
1: and last we, we saw, saw him, he was pretty much chair written.
3: Yeah, and he couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, it, I, it's been how long has it been? It's been years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But you know, we didn't know if he was going to ever recuperate, and this is showing us that. But also, he's also, come a ways,
2: he's had Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And he knows mm-hmm. Trammel, and I'm wondering if Trammel kind of helped unscramble his brains.
4: Yeah, because I feel like. There was that scene where Andromeda said three people from the ministry came and it's the bad guys from the ministry. And yeah. I think they re-scrambled him Yeah. again yeah. when he was starting to get clear-headed. And it's yeah. just like, oh, I wanted to punch someone.
2: I know. Me too. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And now she's worried about Ron. You know, It's not going to be the same. And, and he says, no, it's not. But it's better than I felt in years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she says, I don't know what to feel. And Ron's angry and confused and hurt and jealous. (laughs) Yeah,
3: because Ginny got to save him. (laughs) Ginny
2: got to save him.
3: And happy and relieved. And And just just happy. happy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, wow.
1: For the first time <sighs> in a long time, Ron could feel true happiness again. Yay. Yay. And that the is end the end of the interlude and the end of the podcast.
5: Yep, that's hey. really, yes. That does oh. yes. Yeah.
1: And she was also confused because um, it was entirely too late or possibly early. or
2: <laughs> This would have been at about, um, let's see, she got the package at 8 o'clock in the morning. I would say this is probably no later than nine, nine thirty a.m., which would put it at about four o'clock in the morning in New Orleans. Mm. This would have been uh, about. This would have been about. Sunrise
1: at twelve fifteen. Yes. She posted it past midnight. Yes,
3: she stayed up to do it.
1: That's who was commenting that it was. Also, apparently, (laughs) "Pages" is one of her favorite songs. There wasn't really anywhere to fit it in as a chapter title, and then it turned out to fit this interlude, so she was thrilled about that.
2: But can you just see Hermione on the floor surrounded by all these papers? Yes. Just crying her eyes out? I mean, oh, just... Okay. oh,
1: Yeah, and I don't know what it's going to be like for them because, yeah... Jenny's different and Harry's going to be really different because he's not quite Harry.
2: Well, no. he's not going to know
1: mm-hmm. who all they are. Of their experiences he doesn't but, have.
2: But they know that. They mm-hmm. they know that. Mm-hmm. And and they
1: I guess that must have been in the second package somewhere.
2: Yeah. yeah. They're not Yeah, well the the first package was all of the stuff that she got from the base or the copies mm-hmm. of the stuff that she got from the base. The second package is the stuff that she that she's Taken pictures of enough that she's found in New Orleans. That was the second package. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where they got the picture from.
3: I love to scroll the comments and find people we know. (laughs) Me. (laughs) I found jewels.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: This section of chapters is where Sue first showed up because (laughs) Kelly fucked her enough that she showed up.
2: Right. It was chapter 22.
1: It says Kismet talked about this until she got me to read it, and I have not been disappointed.
2: She beat me over the head with it for days. Did Did. Sue? You have to read this. Go read it. Are you reading it yet? Go. (laughs) Because
1: just just a few posts earlier than that, we've got a comment from Jules, which goes through quite a bit that she really likes. And then Kelly, you responded to Jules' comment and grabbed her and danced her around because you dragged Sue in and said,
4: "Go me." (laughs) 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 i have to say for just reading this it is it is a truly amazing story like the twist you know you're going along you're going along jenny's da suddenly harry might be alive and like i think i sat for a solid actual two minutes and that's a long time when you really like are not doing anything and just like reveled in that thought in the middle of yeah. the story before I could go in. And, and it was just like, I was like, but I have, I have 12 more chapters I have to read before tonight. And I just <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't quite move on. I, I just, you know, I was like, wow, like hit me, you know, you could have knocked me over with a feather at that point. And, and I realized it's just a story and I realized that it's a Harry Jenny story. So something good is going to happen. But it was just like, she wow. had you in such a dark place. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I know. <laughs> to give you that, why do you think that you should? See, you read the chapter. You read the comments of the chapter where Chiefs finally sees him in in the bar, and everybody yeah. was like,
6: "Yay!" Raise yeah. your hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, we were so happy. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, you knew it was. If you haven't read any of Andy's stories before, mm-hmm. Andy likes to put. Andy is uh, obviously HG fan. Harry, Ginny fan, uh-huh. and she likes to really whoop the heck out of both Harry and Ginny. Mm-hmm. And
3: Is Melinda ism—I think well, Aaron coined that last season.
2: She's yeah. had stories where they've been separated and come back together. She's had stories <laughs> where they were obliterated and came back together, and you know she likes she that's the type of story she writes and so you knew at some point in this that somehow she was gonna meet him up again yeah and so yeah that was the yay part of it yeah you know it took a while it did did. and it was really really hard because of the things that happened to him yeah and the you know where you, you you talk about the um the scene the in his memories where he had destroyed the cabinet with all the memories in it and I I think that may have been the chapter where I wrote I or no it may have been a, a in future I actually asked her what about does he get any of them back and she she said no he doesn't and I was just crushed yeah <laughs> because I was, was just tenable. like oh I was um, so upset. And,
3: and that one's harder I mean we find out Harry dies and it's just like. Wow. Yeah. But the scene where she finds the memories, that's even harder than yeah. Mary dying.
2: Because they took what he was away from him. Yeah. And that's yeah. just heartbreaking. It just. Uh-
4: <sighs> I don't know. Mm. Like it's completely heartbreaking, and it, it's just completely scary that the government did this. And and yeah. I maybe I'm just like a little too like government like Big Brother watching after reading all the Hunger Games books, but there it definitely like puts you on alert. And I don't know. I always I I don't know if you guys got it, and I realize that you probably talked about this already. But with Minister Winter, yeah, like I just got bad yeah. vibes from that dude. Even like in the first like. Yeah. thing with him. And then, and I'm sitting here thinking and I'm like, oh my oh, gosh. Wait, <laughs> like,
2: until you, wait until you read. If you got vibes like that, we've got another podcast to go yeah. on this. We're going to do, finish we're going to finish it out. We're going to do chapters 24, 25, 26, a second interlude and the epilogue. That'll be mm-hmm. next week's podcast. Feel free to, obviously, feel free to read ahead. If you listeners have comments, on the parts that we've done so far that we, you know, things that we may not have picked up on, if you, you know, the opinions, different angles, whatever. Leave us a voice message, you know, record what you want and then uh, send it to Sue. Yep. Uh, I think Sue's got a, sue a duck's foot at potterfickweekly.com. Boy, that's a heck of an email address. <laughs> um, or you can email us or PM us and we'll read it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll record it for you. But, you know, let us know what you think of this Uh and, you know, we'll be happy to add your opinions and, and comments on the podcast. But the end of this is really, you know, you're right, Heather. We're really going to ramp up to the end of this because we are going to have a confrontation with the ministry. Yeah. I mean, you just can't have someone who's supposedly dead show up in public again. Yeah, you know.
4: And and they really just have to deal with that whole blood thing that that started all of this. And yeah, I mean, and I want to know what happens to Oliver. That was <laughs> upsetting.
2: <laughs> We thought of you. We did. Yes, we did. And Katie, yeah, because we said when he got when he got arrested, it was like, oh, Heather's gonna be so mad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I need to point out that when Kelly said next week, she means whenever it comes out again, yeah, yeah. in a whole actual week, because this is Potterfic. Whenever the heck it comes out,
2: right? (laughs) Yeah. So so the next time, there we go. Next time you join us,
1: we'll be covering the end of this story, finishing the story.
2: story.
4: And I definitely, like, if you think of, of how I feel, like, I feel like even right now before actually finishing it, like, I, I really wanna have some good points probably next week about how I feel like President Snow from the Hunger Games is so much like Minister Winters and, and freakiness a little bit about it and, and their agendas.
2: It, it just kinda... You know, you know, Well so. you sit back
4: it, a little yeah. bit. will yeah, find so. out what
2: the agenda is here. Okay, and so everybody's assignment for this next week is to pester Melinda until she reads the story. <laughs> 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 Your mission, if you wish to accept it, this message I think was we said that. No, I think we've probably said that in every episode so far. You
3: have <laughs> said, brought up poor Melinda in every episode so far. We're <laughs> going to have to apologize <laughs> to Melinda.
2: Melinda, I yeah. love you, but you really need to read the story. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's kind of
3: like Ryan you- talking about 14 of the Lush. It's just. Right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it so- is quarter to one here. So, oh, yeah. yeah. We should like we need to you wrap sleep. it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, what we're wrapping well. So, uh, does anybody else have any um, comments on the. Uh, let's see, our summary is Joe is running, Joe came back, uh, Joe and Ginny got together. Ginny told him he was again. Uh, Joe ran again. <laughs> now he's, he's come back. He's a few
3: inner demons.
2: And he's asked her to marry him. And they are going back to England. Back yeah, to they
4: have Gre- opened the packages.
2: And they have mm-hmm. opened. And, and the people at home now know the truth.
4: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: And that is our and summary for I today.
1: I assume that next time we're going to England. Yeah. yeah.
2: And we've Hang got lots of stuff hats, to do. Folks. You bet, Hang on to your hats, it's This good. is a it's big good. thing. Since the person who introduced us is not here, take <laughs> out, Kelly. I will take us out. Everybody, have a good uh, however long. <laughs> Until next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In case <laughs> we don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, <laughs> and good night. <laughs> good
2: night, everyone.
4: Good
1: night. Good night. Bye. Bye. So, Hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives.
4: Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.